0: Hello, this is Robert Rodriguez, and this is one of two commentaries we're doing for Sin City. Uh, The other commentary on the other track is uh, me talking about the more technical aspects of making the movie, achieving its look and sound. This commentary track is basically me with Frank Miller and our experiences directing Sin City. So here he is, the creator of Sin City himself, Mr. Frank Miller. Welcome. (laughs) Let's go right into, before we talk about how we got the project going, this was your first shooting experience on the movie. This was before we had even Start. We, we had a deal for the movie. We started shooting this, and what did you well, think this when you came to Austin for this?
1: Okay. <laughs> well, actually, this was this was what Robert said would be a test. It where a couple of his friends would show up and we'd st- shoot something that would be kind of like a student film or something. And the first, you, you, you know, friend role. of his, I mean, to Josh Hartnett, and all I could do is turn to Robert and say, Yeah. Uh, Robert, you know, this is the first day of principal photography. You c- you kind of know how to make things happen.
0: Uh, and I think on the other commentary I'll talk about how to land the big fish and how to get, get somebody on board a project you really want them to. But, yeah, this was part of the, the whole setup to get you to commit to making, or at least to commit to the process of making Sin City. And uh, I just looked at my diary and saw that we were shooting this by uh, the middle of January 2004, and I had just met you for the first time, November 21st the year before so between Thanksgiving and after New Year we had this already going and then just about a month after this we were shooting the feature itself
1: So we moved very fast it was it was it was an amazing day for me because I um, I uh, hadn't really pictured myself as as directing and the last thing I expected was to fall in love with actors but there was a moment there when Marley Shelton just kinda quietly turned to me and said why why did I hire this guy to kill me? To to and I explained to her that she had a to very torrid but short affair with a man who ended up who turned out to be a... a to she had a very short torrid affair with a man who turned out to be a mafioso and she broke things off once she realized he was, he was a criminal well, we but he was obsessed like with her and She's he told her that she was going to die in a terrible way but she wouldn't know where it was coming from or who was going to do it. She had connections. She found out about a very peculiar hitman who um, was known as the Lady Killer, and would take you into that into that dark night gently. I love her. Anyway, her eyes lit up. She she turned around. She went back to work and. I became a director I was hooked <laughs>
0: and um, this is about a I think we shot well, we this in less, this less than 10 right? hours it was just a, yeah. a pretty simple day it was
1: about nine and a half yeah and, uh, I had already oh,
0: gosh, done she's this she's shot here pulling back out of the city we had um, done a mock-up of it on, uh, with my my troublemaker digital guys and so I could I wanted to really jazzy when you came down for this test to show you that what uh, how dynamic we could go beyond what we could do in a comic mm-hmm. with um, physical moves like this in a city that doesn't even exist and, and, and really pull back and, and show the world. And uh, I think I already had the score already. And, uh, and I had cut in your drawings
1: as like an animatic and we are able to watch before we even started shooting, we were able to watch it, if you well, remember. I remember. I also, I remember that you had already... Uh, put together a Dreamcast, most of whom we got. That's because right. Because we had an original <laughs>
0: version of this cast crawl,
1: yeah. and it had Bruce
0: Willis's name in it already. And it was yeah. just I, as an example to show you the kind of talent I thought we could get for the movie. But a lot of that ended up coming true.
1: I remember when you, when you first mentioned Bruce Willis, I went, "What are you talking about? You know, we're gonna get we're gonna get uh, our generation's Humphrey Bogart in Sin City." He was one of the first people we got.
0: We took him this uh, test. Um, that's what was actually great about the test. It was something to show you, but also Still myself. he calls it a test. It's still a test. Because conceivably you could have looked at it and said, that's really nice, but I still don't want to give up my baby, which was perfectly would be understandable. You've done seven books of it. You may not want to risk going to another medium. I think my whole argument was I, I felt the mediums were very similar. But it, we didn't have to go make an adaptation of Sin City. We mm-hmm. could just translate it the way you drew it. Right to the screen. I think that was the main sales pitch I had. That the, really, the way I really wanted to do it.
1: What, what I, um, I mean, what distinguishes you from the other people I've met in, in, in who make the movies, is that you were saying the opposite of what I'd always been told. I was always told the skills that made me a cartoonist wouldn't apply, and the kind of writing I do certainly wouldn't translate to the screen. You kept on saying, "Yes, it will."
0: Because none of those people who told you that ever drawn in their life. <laughs> yeah, right. So <laughs> I don't know how it relates Just to movies. movies. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. anyone who's ever done both jobs or done more than one creative job knows that they're all the same. Especially
1: the this with this words, magnificent green screen process. And this is drawing. Yeah, it's just you get to draw I'm with with Bruce Willis driving the in the, the foreground. Idea, yeah. yeah,
0: and yeah, and you get to concentrate on his layer. Measure. I mean, uh, when I talk about in the other commentary is how much it, it's in layers, and that's how you do mm-hmm. even your comics. as we're concentrating when we're shooting, we're shooting the layer of him and lighting that specifically. Uh, one of the things we did build was the bar, and that only reason I built the bar was because uh, it was another way to entice you to come shoot the movie. I said, Frank, we're gonna build Katie's bar so we can have a place to go hang out and have script meetings. Um, but we actually turned into a problem shooting because it became so uninteresting to shoot in light because it was a real set and you couldn't put lights where you can on a green screen that it took no away that know, whole idea of working in layers too. and that's why this stuff looks so old. much yeah. yeah and also we had to oh, deal with all that hard. damn smoke <laughs> and the smoke on the set and you know here we could just you're add it in post with... yeah. but here we are in the docks which of course we never visited we we're just there again on our same little square down. green screen and uh what was it like working with bruce for the first time
1: Well just... no, for me i was it was i was scared i mean he 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 was always really nice to up, the couple of times that we'd all met before but i that morning i really did realize I was working with Bruce willis and and, and, and uh i i started thinking of myself as a mop you know that he's going to mop the floor with me and uh, and i thought oh dear, he's such a big star and the thing the big stars always do is they go after the script and he comes in and he goes man you know um I want to talk to you guys about the script. A went, oh, about I'm a mop, <laughs> and and he goes, "There's just a bunch of really good stuff in the books I that, that I want I'm to put back in." Think well, you I'm know, twist me. my arm and break it, Bruce. <laughs> you know? And 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 uh, and then, then there's one scene, um, the first scene that that, that I, 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 re- I recall working with him on I'm involves, involves Hardigan, uh, uh, who's it in prison. After eight years seeing the first woman he's ever seen, who happens to be Carla Gugina, which is not a bad choice for a first woman to see in eight years. Um, and there was a line from the book that was kind of circulating around the crew that was pretty funny um, about how he, he manages to stand up without embarrassing himself. Um, and people were kind of getting the giggles about it. And I got nervous, because I've been on sets before, and you, you, you don't want the actors to start playing to the crew. You want them to play to the camera. And Especially so
0: Bruce, I think you were worried that Bruce might take a more comical approach yeah. to the material, which of course he, he didn't, no, but I, I, I you weren't sure at that point. I, I, I didn't
1: day. know what was going on, and I was very, you know, I was very jittery, because you know, he's, he's, he's a legend. And I, and I went over to him and I said, Bruce, this is a really, really sad scene. When you, when you look at Carla, you're seeing everything you're giving up in the world for for nancy um for the sake of nancy and it's, it's, it's very sad you're not happy at all and it's not funny and, and he is i got that glare the one where the laser beams go through your head and burn a hole in the on the wall behind you the bruce willis glare and he poked a finger at my nose and again i thought i'm a mop. and 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 he just said you just keep telling me that man you just keep telling me that shit. i need to hear that <laughs> and then you realize oh
0: i guess i can be a director <laughs> That was one of the things early on I, I encouraged you to do. I think it was uh, the very first day of that test shoot. I said, um, Frank, the actors are going to love to hear from you because you know this material better than anyone. Even though you drew it and you wrote it, a lot of it's still in your head, and that's why I have you here because I know when I write stuff, it's a lot of it's still in your head. The script form or even the comic form is still skeletal, so they're going to want to hear from you. You're going to be comfortable talking to actors in about four weeks, but we're going to be halfway done shooting by yeah, right. so yeah. you might as well get comfortable right now and go start talking to him and yep. you did and you, you you saw how much you had to offer and I think you, I could tell it was just thrilling you beyond
1: oh yeah there was one moment early on where where, uh, where uh, Mickey was facing off with a cop car and since he had two scenes where he was facing off with cars like that uh, and since I, you know being an actor is such a lonely gig because you're really, you're really alone in the universe, all you have know, the director's voice to to guide you most of the time, I felt that he was in the wrong scene and I, and I went over to Robert who was at his camera and I said I think, I think Mickey's off on this one, I think he's in the wrong scene and I think he needs an adjustment here and Robert without even looking up, goes, why tell me? And I realized. It's my day, job to go talk to Mickey. <laughs> 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 I remember
0: seeing you just walk off towards him, and it's, it's like watching you go to the firing squad. I was <laughs> like, I hope he comes back alive. And you did. Oh, yeah. I think he gave you a little bit of a hard time. Oh, he razzed me. He, he razzed me. Yeah.
1: Always razzed me. You know. There
0: was a lot of respect. And you know what was great about having two directors is that sometimes, because moving at such a brutal pace, and um, sometimes the actor wants to turn around and hit you. He doesn't have to hit both of you yeah so i found that they he would hit you instead of me because <laughs> mickey enough. had worked with me before so if he's like, got any anxiety i would send you over what to him and then
1: he would you know pick on you a while and then he'd come back <laughs> then i'd go tell him what
0: we really wanted to tell him
1: <laughs> i also i also thought one of the fun things about the correcting business besides the fact that i had he was a terrific teacher um on a gig i never expected to do was was, was that. Sometimes we would actually find... We very organically split the labor, I thought. And sometimes one of us would sort of, in a way, get a character. It would sort of naturally become our character to work with. And and with 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 i remember when once once i heard you and benicio going into the latin thing i realized i was i was like i wasn't gonna fly on the wall and and with with me the character where i probably got the most possessive for
0: me i took care of little oh yeah yeah, yeah she's been yeah, on my set since with the early me. spike kid movies oh i was father little sister daughter, yeah. little sister to my uh, spike kid actor salad
1: and, and for me because it was one of my favorite creations and um and because devon aoki and i got, had a good report miho Mijo. you and
0: miho of course
1: so we we, we, we it, it wasn't always that way. I mean, it, we, we, we we neither of us was willing to relinquish um, Nancy.
0: No, Nancy. I mean, I think we kind of watched everybody ourselves. But there were some, yeah, in particular, especially by the time we got to Big Fat Kill, there were so many characters there. You went. you gravitated towards Miho because she needed training and Devin had never done anything like that and you had a very specific idea for Miho and that was one of your favorite characters so I said man you concentrate on that I'll I'll take care of you know and Brittany and all these other pieces that that we gotta put together so it was great. I mean, I got, I got spoiled having you there, Frank. <laughs> well, that's why we're doing it again. That's why we're doing it again. I mean, we'll, you, I, I, we, uh, <laughs> we'll go into this later because it became such right a big deal. But right. one of the reasons I thought they were wrong at the, the DJ for us not to direct this together, to their, their big argument was, well, that usually yeah, doesn't work. And I thought, how can these guys have any prediction of what it's going to be like for us to direct together when we have no idea what it's going to be like? I mean, we're so individualistic. You write, you draw, you do your your own lettering on your comics I, and I do a lot of my own jobs I thought you
1: put two wait, guys wait, 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 like see, that see, together seriously there's understatement and there's understatement and then what Robert just said yeah you do a lot of your own jobs like <laughs> just look at the credits folks <laughs> <laughs>
0: look at your comics look the same just, way Frank yeah. did this that 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 but um, I thought but,
1: by the way I've got to say that I've got to, sorry, I've got to um, salute you for the most violent sure credit say. in film history which is shot and cut
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you saw that you said Oh, now I see. You're using uh, words of violence to describe how you made the the movie. Yeah, But I, th- I thought <laughs> it was yeah, it's fitting. It's top. a comic title, mm-hmm. but um, I thought I you mind. put two guys like us together, and we're just going to yeah. work so effortlessly together yeah. because we can just it's immediately we understand why we do the things Should we do. Safe. And it was just, and I just knew I was going to learn so much from you about directing because you're coming at it from a different angle. I learned a lot about directing from my painter friend, from my sculptor friend, uh-huh. and I apply that to movie making. And I said, Frank, is directing. and you look at your comics you the look United at your Sin City Hotel. books, they already were like the it's best directed movies never seen on a movie screen. I thought, look like at his shot choices and his dramatic use does. of angles and character, and I, I'm going to learn a lot from this guy done. if I bring him in. So <laughs> I really wanted you there, and <laughs> you learned some things from me, but I learned so a lot from
1: you. I learned tons from you. I mean, for, I mean, among many other things, um, she I like I learned how much I love this job, and how my comics can translate, and... It's it's a uh, it, now it's been it's been a wonderful adventure.
0: I think the main thing is that you realize that you have been doing this job all along it's just was not it was with a pen instead of a camera because you just there's no other way you could have just walked in like that and been directing from the very first day and that was my whole argument. The DGA is like this guy has been directing, he's not a first time director. Look at if you just read his books, and but imagine I, this is celluloid and not paper, he's been doing it better than anybody. Look at there's Elijah Wood, I'll explain how he did that later. I, I remember I sent you a casting tape of him where I just was reading the voiceover of Mickey and it was just a shot of his face in close up. I, yes, I didn't want to tell you who it was because if I thought if I told you it was Elijah Wood, you would say, Oh, uh, Frodo? Well, I don't know if he could be Kevin, but I sent you this tape and you saw it and you went, Wow, that's pretty creepy, that's pretty chilling.
1: Pretty Frodo eats people.
0: <laughs> now here's Mickey in the in the red room with our. Um, oh, that was a Jamie King was the first actress we cast. Mickey was the first actor we cast.
1: And you notice how much this does look like cartoons, but. I mean, I draw pretty good tough guys, but Mickey Rourke is Mickey Rourke.
0: Right here, look at his eyes. This is one of the reasons I really thought he could pull it off. Eyes. we could just, he'll come through that makeup. We wanted to make him as ugly as you write him in the books, which is a man so ugly he couldn't buy a woman.
1: Well, and also I draw pretty good girls, but Jamie King is Jamie King. She was, a, she was the first was
0: that. actress who came in for that. We just just saw her and we thought... This it was story. instant, it was instant. instant. It's gotta be, it's gotta be she
1: just simply came in and owned but, it.
0: She really comes off Luisa like a... Play, reminds me a lot of Kathleen Turner way. and Body
1: Heat in mm-hmm. some of these sequences where she's... I also love the fact that she has two characters to play.
0: Yeah, and if we do a sequel, she'll have to play both at the same time. Now, the reason she's gold here is... is that a,
1: technically possible? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. think so? Yeah, You're I part. think we could probably pull it <laughs> off. You think I don't know that?
0: <laughs> I think, uh, for, for this... reason there's sometimes color in here, um... I have to go very bold right away the very first time we started uh, talking. As soon as you arrived on the set, I already had some changes (laughs) to make. And I said, uh, Frank, um, we can shoot Marley Shelton in a black dress. But really cool if we took the idea from The Babe Wore Red, another short story. It wasn't in The Customer's Always Right. And we started off the movie like that visually. So I showed you the two tests. We shot some tests with Marley in a black dress and in a red dress because we goldie. have to make a decision because if, if you're going to use a black and white, you don't want to use red if you're going to go black and white with it. Otherwise, it just goes a very dull I gray. So it's better to use a black dress than a red dress if you're going to not use either. the color. So I looked at it and you go, oh, let's go red. And so I thought, oh, this is going to be fun. And then later I, I said, because um, we shot this in color, I think that if you had drawn the Marv book now, mm-hmm. you might make Goldie somewhat gold. gold. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a extinguisher
1: oh, from when I did, when I did the hard goodbye." Um, I, I hadn't even thought of there ever being any color in the right. city. It was a later idea.
0: So I thought, well, let's, I, I'm thinking of that as an option to maybe differentiate them and also to, to have a, a great color, you know, idea, using color as a weapon is what you called it. When you said, oh, you're using color as a weapon. I like that. And, and that became sort of the idea. So that's why we chose to make things like blood, red later, some of the cars, we ended up bringing color back in, just whenever we thought we were losing an idea. And uh, coming up here, you're going to see the pill bottle have a color because that becomes an important item. And it just became, uh, by shooting in color, we could decide later. Now, here is Lucille. This is the first time you worked with Carly Gugino. I'd worked with her several times before, but she looked so much like your book. When I was looking at your book, I thought, this looks like Carly Gugino. (laughs) (laughs) And you'd never met her before, obviously, but...
1: I'd never never met her. her. She's she's really remarkable because sometimes I think that in some ways people are... Lucille, my parole officer. she's a dyke a little displaced play. in time that and i think her, th- i think of carla as being a real dame from the 40s from who um, her, her diction is perfect she's, she's line, line perfect every time she's too scared. um she's got a um, a very womanly figure and i mean that in the best possible sense but i don't think anybody's watching this movie needs me to tell them that um and she carries a real film noir class with her that that it's, is not screen. modern. <laughs> no I adore her. She was
0: looking so forward to doing something very different and loves film noir, and, uh, as does Bruce Willis. I just From knowing them earlier, I, I knew they would in particular love to do this kind of movie. And uh, it was great to bring in people who are really fans of this genre because you can tell as they're holding the cigarette, as they're saying the lines, they're doing things they've always wanted to do in a movie and never thought they'd get the chance to do and doing it in such a modern way. Mm-hmm. savage way mm-hmm.
1: that it made it but, exciting again but if you look at her hair and how it falls across her face
0: I remember you kept, her, kept pointing out her profile and going look at she'd make a perfect lowest lane look at this forehead look yeah. at this nose yeah. you would be practically drawing on her face with your hand can. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then mickey here was just this is one of the first scenes that i really wanted to tackle oh. because uh, i love this scene in the book that's one she of my favorites that's one we would always Go use when we'd read actors and and him just dominating this and making he him huge. I remember you said, he's got to be really big. Mickey's got to be big. Is he big? I said, don't worry. I'll make him look big. Man. Look yeah. how big he looks <laughs> in this shot right here. He's 12 <laughs> feet <laughs> People tall. Think he's 12 feet tall. <laughs> and he's <laughs> walking Get on a, a treadmill. And we're fight. shooting him in slow motion. And we're playing him his favorite song. And walk he's just the right in the valley moment. Valley and he's just, yeah. he's, look at his,
1: his walk. Remember the walk that he came up with? Oh, yeah, he came up with that walk. Um, he learned it in Ireland. from IRA hitman or something. Yeah. and and he and he told me this was going to be what he kind of wanted to do for Marv's walk. And I said, well, show me. And he walked 10 feet across in front of me. And I went, damn, I wish you'd been there when I was drawing this thing.
0: Nancy. It's the first time we see Nancy. Jessica Alba. This is the bar we built because... That's it was just something we could do to, to just make it more enticing for you to come to Austin. But <laughs> the, the reason there's color in here, I don't, here, I don't even know, you know, know why I did this. I added a little bit of color because it just didn't look special. I mean, it looked like uh-huh. actors on a set all of a sudden because you didn't have mm-hmm. the control against the, over the right. backgrounds, over right. the lighting that you have in a, on a green screen because you in the green screen is, as people will see in the making of we had lights in the frame a lot of times and you were just gonna erase them later here you can't just put a light behind his head because there's a wall there so visually it just didn't look as, as visual as your book so I went ahead and just added a little bit of color just to make give it a little bit of a special quality there's Clive Owen this is a speech from taken from Dame the Killform A little
1: speech that he gives there there's there's a um, there's another thing about this sequence that Absolutely required color is that, is that when, when we looked over the um, Jessica in black and white, we realized we were losing one of one of her many virtues, which is that, that amazing olive-colored skin of hers, mm-hmm. and yep. and, um, and that very Latin beautiful skin, um, and it it just didn't do her justice until that, until until you brought the color brought back. back
0: Although it, I'd really yeah, think, I think Rosario photographs so great in black and white, oh, yeah. you see, her, because she had that jet black hair, and you see how her skin works in black and white. Oh yeah. And this was the thing that really helped by shooting this high definition, we could see it in black and white on the set in high definition, so we'd know when things were working or, or not. And uh, this is a local actor here. He did he did a great job. Oh, he sure did. But this was one of our favorite scenes to shoot with Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> he was just so on. <laughs>
1: Mickey is so scary. It's Shots just.
0: What's amazing is how fast we shot this, though. Yeah. We shot Mickey out in about two weeks, and he had it's all him. So we were intensely working with Mickey mm-hmm. for two two and a half weeks, and in uh, these kind of scenes, and and he had to have all this stuff memorized and and ready to go because we would shoot
1: so fast. Major sequences we'd shoot at least a couple a day. There was a, also uh, in reference to the um, the the bathroom scene with Carla. There was that one amazing moment where. Mickey cocked his fist as if he was going to hit her. Well, I, I used that take. That's the take we used. Yeah, no, you know, but, but, but what I mean difficulty. is that several She's of us, I believe you, you and me among us, uh-huh. were, was, were moving towards the set because he was so <laughs> convincing <laughs> that we thought our girl was going to get hit He's by awesome. a boxer. And, and, and yeah, that's how convincing a, um, a method actor he is. That's what's so great But I was watching
0: the take. Carla is getting spit on. So much. I know. She's, <laughs> She's flying in her face in there. And I do not but, but you notice how she doesn't she, doesn't, she does not win the whole time. I, yeah. I called her when I was editing, going, my God, I'm looking at these takes again. And I'm seeing how much of this is flying in your face and you're not moving. You're not moving an inch because you Literally know, you're not going to back down from him. I say, I am so I impressed yeah. <laughs>
1: with
0: how you handled Mickey.
1: She, she's, she's a miracle. Well, Padre, I don't want to keep you up all night.
0: So now, here is one of my favorite back. scenes because it has two of my favorite actors, Mickey Rourke and Mr. Yes, Frank Miller. You're great in this scene, Frank. I said, I'm gonna put you in this movie, Frank, and you're gonna be good. It's not gonna be like where those writers always show up in their movies and they suck. <laughs> They're the worst thing in the movie. So people are gonna be amazed that you're going head to head with Mickey and pulling it off, and you're great in this. And uh, it was so fun directing you, and, and I also knew it would give you a good, um, another view of directing from the actor's side. It, it,
1: it, was one, it was one of the most important lessons I got in directing. Um, you know, on, the, on this whole odyssey was uh, it, it it taught me how lonely a job acting is yeah um and how much you count on the soft voice of the director guiding you through it because it was it was you you would bring me back down when i would get too histrionic or or or, or tell, tell me just where to shoot a glance so that that would give the line greater meaning And it was, it was, it was, and I know it took a few takes too. Look at that look, look at that look,
0: Frank. Very mean, man. And also, um, you you don't even notice it. You you gave me a great death. One take. Said Frank, you got to give me a good death when you get shot. And you you cock your head back in your hand. I was like, oh, Frank, that's, that's disgusting. Great job um i think uh, you also notice how you what green screen i mean people say how is it working on green all you see ever when you're acting is all these lights blinding you especially yeah. in a movie like this you don't have no sense of your surroundings but you also get get into this you know the driver's seat as far as what it is like to be an actor you hear from the director or not what you're not going to hear from, the, from the
1: director. well but what i learned also is, is because i've really got to say that probably them if i if i had to pick a major thing that i learned to concentrate on um it, that I'd never done before. It was working with the cast and, and finding out how, how, how much I loved doing it. But it was the experience of, of the you know a brief experience of acting that made me start talking to the actors a lot more and a lot more consistently, rather than just coming in barking something and expecting them to figure out what I'm talking about. But coming and reminding them and cajoling them and and and, and praising them and and so on. Um, but always mainly mainly Giving them context, letting them know where they were. When you're working with a, with a you know volcano like Mickey Rourke, I don't think he needs much in terms of acting um, direction. He just needs to know where he's supposed to be and what happened before and what happens after because we don't always shoot in sequence.
0: No, that's the great thing about you being able to come in here is that you knew the material, so you're actually able to give them a very playable direction. You're not just giving them, you know, you're not just making a comment. You're actually telling them something in context, something that they're not thinking about to help put them in that place and uh, it's something so that they the can actually play, you know, and that's one of the main things about when you're directing, to is, if you're gonna say to anything at all, say something that they can actually do, something that'll actually make make I sense to them to, to, to try and play towards something.
1: So I the, the other thing I'd I, I comment on is that, it's something I learned when I was being the priest and I was hearing Here you, was that you speak very gently to the actors when, it, when it's in performance, it's impossible. So, and, and that helps them concentrate. And that affected my manner rather than storming on all the time I, go blind. I would I would treat Got it more like sell. a private conversation Nobody's so in a lot of ways I think we'll that a huge part of direction is invisible dimension. even to the crew yeah you because you're, you''re I mean if it's you if it's me her. going over and, and just you talking to Miho for instance it's 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 it's, it's like we're just home. having a little chat but it's, it's the, the two, two of us creating a character it's, it's it's a you taught me a lot that that one day um about how important it was to, to keep the communication going and to make it a bit more intimate than i was doing so at first
0: i also wanted you to shoot that scene that you acted in early on and i think that give you another lesson, which was make everyone feel it's a win-win situation. (laughs) Let's like, hey, Frank, we'll shoot you as the priest. And if it sucks, we'll cut it together. We'll reshoot somebody else later in three months. And so when you're throwing it away like that, you you almost are more relaxed because you know, well, if this isn't any good, we're not going to use it. So Mm -hmm. the pressure is completely off. And I do that with all the actors. I always tell Mm -hmm. them, we're going to shoot a take um go go out on a limb if you want we'll go back and watch it if we don't like it we push a (laughs) race we're going to rewind the tape and erase it so when they know we've got that freedom and that capacity they are a lot freer and we just keep rolling we just keep rolling and rolling so that people feel very comfortable like everything's a rehearsal so nothing ever feels like you're on the spot actually making a movie we're kind of just fucking around until it's actually time to make the movie. But in that, in that time, we're actually shooting all the stuff that we need. Well, I, 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 I uh,
1: um, one moment I came to love, um, first experienced with, with Mickey's extraordinary performance is that there, there was moments where you and I would just shoot a glance because we, we'd just gotten the take and right. there's no reason to try anymore. I mean, yeah. and sometimes... Because um, Mickey is such, is such an emotional actor, he would seem completely off, and um, it would, it would be—I wouldn't know what was going on. And then he, would, then there would be that moment where I would always say to the, to the, to the, the guys who were sitting with the, the monitor with me, "He's going in," because all of a sudden he'd just immerse himself, and Marvel would come out, um, and it, it, it would it would be perfect an extraordinary actor
0: I, I remember this this one in particular this shot right here. I successful. gave him very specific direction. I think I actually even, at one point finally gave him a line reading and then I went back to show him because right here I didn't know she was a hooker Doesn't make any difference about anything that little pause there. <laughs> where he's mm-hmm, just realizing mm-hmm. that she was because he was kind of rattling through it and I, I had him so do it right that specific right. way he finally got to get down from up there he was tired of from being up there he Wait, came down and looked at the monitor that was so great about the HD I could play it back to him and he saw yeah. that it worked and he went alright and, and then they gained confidence in oh you and that's God, that's faith. an important thing too is they can see that your direction you're giving them is working the, that, that, very,
1: that very same, same scene um, was one where um, I, I did one of the boldest moves I had which was um because Carla and Mickey had to play it separately mm-hmm. um it was one of the rare times where Carla seemed to have trouble staying in character and mm-hmm. staying focused um and and she was and and, I, and I, so I decided that I'd be Mickey and I read her lines and and, and I, I growled Don't them and, and I, I, I could see her back straight and her, and, and her, and her <laughs> attitude yeah. intensify and I went you know and, and, and she just said thanks it was a wonderful moment
0: oh that's one of the most fun things you can do is go and actually play with the actor
1: well i know and yeah. be that
0: other character yeah. off camera because then you're giving no, the performance me. you want off camera for them
1: but also you and i were you and i were practically fighting over who got to do that oh yeah you saw me
0: you saw me doing it in all the rehearsals with the actors yes. that, uh, when we were auditioning and you're like that looks like fun i want to do that yeah and then you realize you have to learn all the lines yeah. <laughs> that's the hard part you gotta learn all, you gotta know everybody's dialogues that you can go play any of those characters yeah sometimes this is great mickey doesn't like to do stunts. he's like uh i've done i've gotten hurt so many times when movies. let the stunt guys do it but we gave him an axe and he would come around <laughs> he got so
1: into it chopping people up and beating it, people. It, was, it, it reminds me what happened with Mio, where she would she would um, you know she, she had an excellent stunt actor um and i mean just a superb stunt actor I keep coming but back to as she got cop, more and more into character Lord, She'd be released for dinner. She'd be aching from head steel, to toe because I was working her right so hard. Sometimes six this. extra hours a day, and 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 she'd she be heading out, he and and, just and she'd just a come a over and go, oh, what, 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 what what's happening here? And I said, oh, there's a hand grenade going off between your feet, and and you're but you're so quick, you jump and ride the blast instead of being blown to pieces. Okay, then she went out to dinner. Then you know about. About Even 30 seconds later, I hear Brian Bettley's voice say, cut, she wants to do it herself.
0: <laughs> That's right. People got hunter. into doing
1: This is this Frank Miller I rain.
0: <laughs> I, I love how you make rain and snow look in your books. And so this is one of the first I shots we tried to try to hopes. accomplish visually. But also, got wrong? such great footage of Mickey here. He's it's it's playing music I and uh, played time. a voiceover. And then I just played this one Johnny Cash song over and over again. And I the footage was medicine. so great of him here. I won't tell this. you what he's thinking about, but I gave him I something to think about, and he's thinking about that right now. And, uh, and uh, I went back and already told you, Frank, hey, Frank, I think we need to re-record his voiceover for this section, just for this mm-hmm. section, mm-hmm. because there's so much more going on visually now. Let's, yeah. Let's, uh, we re-recorded it there on the set with with a good microphone got that that voiceover right there i had him i showed him the footage the that was I cut together and then i said town. here let's go re-record it now that
1: great. was that was one of the several answers, times in in the I'm shoot where there where where, where was a crew members was, were getting teary-eyed yeah. Yeah, because the performance was so powerful it was, even family. you're really in the presence of something when mickey turns on and
0: as a completely silent performance so much of this performance is silent because it's voiceover so it's having to it's having to do that visually the face and with, uh, oh. with the emotion coming through the face <laughs> and here's the through sp- makeup She was so doing that through makeup
1: here's the, the spinning um spinning passing out scene <laughs> right. I, I, i've always wanted to see that done in a movie again you know <laughs> I look at your book oh, okay what is this spinning down oh here's where jamie just looks so
0: she looks oh, so God. powerful in this scene <laughs> And there's our girls that we shot a a month later for Big Fat Kill and stuck them in digitally there. And those those amazing um, Alexis eyes. Yeah, Carter. that was uh, one of the other color things I wanted to pull minute. back. Why'd I I, I said, idea. God, I hate to keep taking from your other books, Frank. I know that's not the right character. Old you have a whole other character, in another book called Blue Eyes, who's my an name? assassin. She has blue dress, blue eyes. We'll get to her. Nice. We'll get to her. But but I didn't want to take away from that. But God, Alexa's eyes are so gorgeous. I'm looking at them on color when I'm there editing, and I'm and I turn it to black Old and white. And that's another six. color that just doesn't do anything or in black I mean, and white. If you mm. have a pale blue like Jackie Boy's car, or mm-hmm. or red in black and white, they just don't look like it. Anything. They just and looked also, like a very pale gray and and lifeless. I said, "Can we bring back her eyes? What do you think?" And I showed you a test, and you went, "Yep." <laughs> we to keep those I mean, eyes! I, I, keep
1: them. fact, when, when I mean one of the most distracting things when she was on the set was those eyes of hers because you can't take your own off them. I mean, it's just she's she's got a pair of the most striking eyes I've ever seen.
0: I haven't talked much about the other actors because we're we still working with Mickey and and uh, Jamie. We'll get to them, but I do remember saying. Because you were in New York when I found Alexis Bledel came in and cast, Uh and I said, Frank, you better be sitting down when I send you this tape because it's like your Becky popped off the page and was walking around and talking in the room, and you cannot believe how much she looked and talked
1: and sounded and felt like. And that was And that was just her her test. Just her test. I mean, once once we really got her working, she was Becky. Yeah.
2: I tied those
0: knots. And Rosario. We'll get to Rosario when we get to the big fat kid. Okay. She just kinda makes an early appearance here. But Mickey just I mean, look at Mickey, yeah. but now he was just carrying himself. I like how his oh, theme music yeah. kinda
1: comes <laughs> up here. Because
0: he's kinda <laughs> turning <laughs> into the you know, your your dark knight.
1: Yeah, right. He really
0: it's one of the things you mentioned was that doing Marv was kind of your way of doing your own dark Knight. He had the yeah. cape, he had the
2: handcuffs. This isn't
0: a dark night. A this, guy, this guy makes just Batman look kind of like a pansy. So I know one of the things that you were really looking forward to when I told you we were going to make a movie was, Oh, the cars. Oh, we got to get the old cars. Well, oh, the cars. the cars. The cars, the cars, the cars. And you drew a lot of those cars off, of these little matchbox types cars. Oh, no,
1: they were mostly like Franklin Mint models. I've got about 250 like of um, that, pretty high-class diecast metal cars that I draw from. I, but I alter them a lot, right? Um, and because because the cars are yeah, characters in the story.
0: And they're always flying. They never
1: touch. They never touch the ground when they're
0: moving. And that's why you see some shots <laughs> that are in this movie where the cars are <laughs> airborne, <laughs> because a, at some the point this drawing by Frank has to be a still frame and part of the action. So they got to yeah, take off at yeah, some point. They got to be in flight. Yeah, <laughs> I, I
1: think uh, right fr- right from the get go, so, uh, with, with the cop cars wrong, th- coming yeah. after Marv. You can freeze frame that and replicate the same
0: frame you had in your drone i love this shot on mick this is right out of your book most of these shots are right out of the book there's a couple new ones like that one you know oh, what yeah. i found is is that when i would make up shots i would just show them to you and go frank what do you think of this and you'd go looks great because a <laughs> lot of my stuff is very cartoon style anyway so I blend well, it right in with you your, also want to comment there that
1: that, that that was a perfect example but in that shot um, and, and also in this sequence as well of of how Jamie's able to bring total, like, like triple meanings to any glance. I take right, my mind off I mean, back you, you see myself. her empathy and and it's her her. Widening sense of Marv's mystery, list. and then we you see her determined. determination, yes. and she gives, her, she squeezes every value there yes. is out of a bomb.
0: Everyone likes this sequence here, Frank. Yeah. Go, I really love when it shows all the close-ups of the. And I said, "Well, check out Frank's book. I took it right from his book. He has these little tiny squares with all these images. And, uh, we got to do that. We got to, pull that off." And uh, people ask why you were that faithful to the book, and because the book had really great ideas and a lot, the, and the, and the real.
1: Just a so terrible thing about me, the movie but business but is that
0: they'll go and dismiss a lot of that stuff right off when they see it. I
1: think my whole career was leading up to seeing Jamie King say, "Kill him for me, Marv. Kill, Kill him, him good." <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's such great Frank Miller lines throughout this, and people. People would say, uh, "How did you write the script?" I say, "It was really easy. I just transcribed it from the book and then trimmed down, trimmed it down to size. And, and you ended up with just a very brutal, a straight to the bone stack. script that just and had one classic kind. line after another."
1: And Frodo eats people. Here goes he Frodo. He's
0: about to eat people. Awesome. Now this is an interesting thing. I'll yes. talk about this on the other. But these guys never met <laughs> I know. until the premiere. <laughs> that Frank that uh, we Am could I do this Frank with a <coughs> green screen is do it in layers is that Mickey would be able to shoot his sequence and then Elijah come and even though they're fighting and yeah they never met each other so that's yeah, there's, there's Elijah's there's fighting with Mickey's double and then Mickey's fighting with Elijah's double because they're both There's shooting. that wonderful yes. moment though. That's right? Elijah's foot coming in, but that's Mickey's face that's I just shot I them separately. so Close, it was, again after a while you were just here we go. Here we cry. go
1: I wanted to point this out this moment where where he's he's just Cuffed himself to to Kevin just mm. before he takes him down was It was a wonderful moment showing Elijah the Mickey part of it, right. because Elijah didn't really realize what he was supposed to be up against, and he looked utterly horrified, like, I'm fighting that?
0: <laughs> how am I gonna fight
1: that? <laughs> so you're gonna have to be really fat.
0: Elijah wasn't prepared for how much physicality there was. I mean, I think when he first saw the project, he goes, oh, this is gonna be great. And he didn't realize that the couple, the, you have like a page or two of, of fighting. You didn't realize how much work it was going to be to shoot those two pages. Him flying, because that was him. All his stuff was him flying around on the wires and yeah, having a yeah, jump and kick. And yeah, he was like, he, exhausted. "Hey, you ain't no,
1: you ain't no goddamn nice hobbit now. anymore." Look okay, at this. Uh, I, I'd
0: love this take on Mickey. We started oh, yes. off in a wide shot that I ended up not using. That was from your book. I said, well, let's get Mickey warmed up into it. And this is why I operate, and this is why I'm the editor, because I mean, I'm I'm watching Mickey in the very first take, and I'm going. Oh, shit, I shouldn't be in a wide. There shouldn't be no... Let's turn around very quickly. And that's what's great about green screen. I flipped him around, turned it into a, a tight close-up, and we did the whole thing in close-up. And that was his first take. Mm-hmm. Um, he I just nailed that. it in his first take. And I thought, Mickey's on fire. I, he we was, can't he, be he, he fucking was, around with wide shots. No, turn no, him I, around. Let's jump right to an extreme close-up. And that this whole thing is from this one take. And he just... Uh, oh, you, you, he you, you, was so yeah. on.
1: You, 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 you give Marlon Brando his that close-up. I mean, that's right just...
0: Uh, so it's, it's, it's I never, amazing I face. never did go back and shoot that wide shot. That's the, the, uh-huh. the, 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 the starter in your book. I just Not went right to that. I've kind of
1: noticed that you don't shoot a lot beyond what you want to use. <laughs>
0: well, that was a great shot that you had. But you know what was weird too is that it revealed. Uh, Elijah right away with his uh-huh. legs and arms uh-huh. off. So it was actually better that we did it this way because right. then the reveal comes midway through the scene yes, and you're is. just seeing his close face, And then you reveal it, his legs it, being chopped off. It's, and you're a, like, Holy it's shit, a, a difference
1: a between, between the media there because there in the comic book I did it that way so that it would seem matter-of-fact and, and shock the reader by its sheer rough content. It really gets Whereas in film, you know, we have the advantage of it already being utterly convincing. And so we can play it um, a bit cagier that way. But if I had staged it that way in the comic book, I think it would have it would have just felt choppy and weird, and and you wouldn't. I mean, it wouldn't have had the deadpan uh, quality comic book had. So it was a very good so um, case of, of transition. My head and would
0: uh, would have worked here too. It to would have been, still sense. would have had a good shock moment, but people, would have, have would, have moment, but people would have been gasping sense. over all his great lines. I <laughs> <have been> <laughs> great <laughs> so I moved it because you hear <laughs> everyone just kind of gasp when they see that his legs and arms have been cut off. Yeah, yeah. And then you start missing the dialogue. So I put I moved it to this position where there wasn't dialogue, so that you could just sort of enjoy it and see the dog come and kind of about what was about to happen to you all this stuff is is just terrific he's in full marv mode we shot pretty much in continuity for all this stuff so by now you can just
1: that (laughs) look that look (laughs) look.
0: he's he's now marv he has been transformed over a period of two weeks
1: yeah i remember when we were when uh you you were you were uh editing and and we got to this sequence it was like you know i remember us talking and, and all i could say was well, let's just like cut to it and have just him just beat the crap out of everybody. And, like lose all the in between shots. All the between
0: shots. <laughs> let's just do the, the beat the crap out of people. Now we got somebody we both wanted to always work Maestro. with. Maestro, uh, el Señor Rudger Hauer, who um, this one fucked me up big time. I'm sitting there <laughs> shooting this close up, and again the same thing. I'm thinking, okay, well it's a lot of dialogue. It's going to take him some time to to get into it. Uh, let me let me just go ahead and shoot the rehearsal. So we shoot the rehearsal, and he's already just nailing, giving me yeah. the take on yeah. the very first take. And I'm, like, still figuring out my camera <laughs> position, no and I'm shaking around going, holy shit, he's delivering, and I'm, i am I got to get my game up. I mean, he was just so on it. Also,
1: also two, two of the best ad-libs I've ever heard. That's right. We didn't him. have people ad-lib the script. <laughs> on, almost not at all. Unless they did something like but, but, but he had two, pieces in, two in, pieces in his one little scene mm-hmm. where... Um, he re- refers to himself as a helpless old fart yeah. instead of old man and um, another where he says kevin we're going home yeah and he had lived a lot more than that which which i i told him didn't work right but yeah but sometimes that, he that, was just in the was, moment
0: he'll come up with something else and, and but, but that was uh, the, the most
1: funny. liberty any any of the cast took but he was
0: really wanting to do this with a shaved head well he did it with a bald cap which i wasn't sure it was going to look right. So we did a test and, and it Nicotero like, can do by anything. lighting, it's real hard to pull that off. Even Nicotero was afraid. But with this kind of lighting, you can kind of get away with it more. But it was much more striking and it was much more faithful to the book. And again, he has the coolest light blue eyes that uh, I ended up going and turning them a little bit green there. But I just thought we got to make him a character and really have him stand out.
1: Yeah. I mean, what I, what I also loved, that it, it was another case where I was working with legend and I would come over and give, a, um, you know, just do an adjustment, and come in very nervous because what do I know? But I came over and, and just said, when when he refers to your Goldie, I said, "Say it with disgust." You're talking about a hooker, and and, and and he he just knew it was nuanced, but but it, it got just across the right punch. Look at this stuff
0: on Mickey here. You would never know these guys were not sitting in a room together. When never, they know. never know. We shot Mickey in March, yeah, and we, we shot Rudger in November. And <laughs> I showed Rudger yes. Mickey's footage, And uh, but Mickey was just there listening to me read off camera. And yeah. he was giving me all those great react. remember we looked at that and go, wow, we've got so much to work with with oh, Mickey there. Yeah. He just delivered so much off camera. Again, he's not talking. It's all silent. But you can just see so much going on. And that's All what amazes right. me, is through that makeup, you're seeing so much going on in his head. Well,
1: what also that, that, that Mickey's got that that uh, amazes me is that, um, sure, he scares the crap out of everybody in that bathroom scene with Carla, uh, with his sheer vehemence, but he's also, he gets very businesslike in his, in his carnage, and that's when he's really the most terrifying. Now,
0: I, I kind of... One of the things I was concerned with is you didn't really, even in the book, you don't really start uh, laughing with Marv till about here. <laughs> <laughs> you, realize, you realize you're in on what Marv is all about, and I thought that would be too late for the movie. So I did go back, and I did move a lot of the voiceover stuff around. I sort of shuffled some things around to kind of bring some of that. Not humor, but just sort of getting it's, on it's Marv's humor. side. It's humor, but it's, it's also humor. understanding him a little better. Yeah. Earlier on, I think that's so what helped pe- win people over to his side. This was the toughest I one mean, we had in editing, was figuring out. Remember, Marv seemed so was was to, easy was easy was to one to be the one, one, one that just was the hardest to get to work, and it ended up being the one that worked the best. Once we kind of figured all that stuff out. And Mickey here. Mickey's amazing. They try to make him look ugly, but look, he looks like Brando right here. Look at his face here smile he's smiling. He's like better looking than I think
1: Brando's nap comparison with Mickey in a lot of ways. really funny. Turns the and then, uh, oh, I love this. This pit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's look. <laughs> this stuff is, these are added shots, <laughs> but again, this is one right, nice right out of your side. book. I mean, <laughs> most of these shots <laughs> are right the out of your book. I'm gonna kill my mom. <laughs> Except for a few today, choice close-ups, usually mostly everything is from Not just the people I did kill. And this one is definitely from your book, is this pullback shot on, uh, yeah. Mickey standing there in court with a fist in the air. I mean, we just replicated the, the book with a, a screaming judge and, the fist, and the fist and the backlighting. I, I love the 40s feel of this. I love the raised <laughs> fists and all that. And this very like Frankenstein looking surprise. background Indeed, with the months. old chains. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here's the idea. This is one of the reasons I, I mentioned doing the Goldie switch is because in this shot, because we didn't shoot it with this intention. I didn't think of this till later. Was that that she walks forward because of the lighting I had going on there. She could go into shadow and then emerge in black and white out of into this life yeah. and be black and white, and you realize well, that he's thinking that. his goalie. So, you're, you know, as much that as you can get in the point of yeah. view of the character, mm-hmm. and that's what's great about voiceover and about She's your books is that the voiceover puts you in his mindset. Again,
1: again, and look at that, look you at, you know, at how much he's giving you with with that look. That's crazy. That's 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 the billion-dollar face. That look
0: right there on Mickey's great, too. Oh, yeah, he's amazing. He, he was just so into it right now. I, just,
1: I love this this single, like, moment. smells like too. on a to smell. And people might find it corny, the but I find moment. it genuinely what i loved
0: about your books is that they're all each one of them is a love story absolutely and, and uh i thought well, what Jesus a great way to do a love story you don't have to pussy out and make a love story you can do a movie a love story like this <laughs> 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 this is the kind of love story i wanted to do. For my last meal they even throw in a bro. this is a great it's sequence here when you shaved him and then
1: put that helmet on it kind of looked a little like Patton. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: but uh i remember what time vicky was saying because it was early, early. Early in the I shoot, and Mickey, valley, Mickey needed some sense on, of what he was, was supposed to be doing, and and so um I yeah. went and got a T-shirt that had one of my my covers oh, yeah, on, yeah, totally. and he's he strong just strong. looked at he went, thanks Frank, thanks, and he, that's d- that's he that's didn't that's need that's any help look after at
0: that. It, he's, na- he's nailing that that yeah. image you drew, yeah, the best you and do you realize that that drawings are so powerful. Like, people, movies are a visual medium yet. An actor gets a script and it's all prose, and they're like, "Well, oh, what the oh, fuck are we going to be looking you know, at?" You know? And they see your books, and they and they go, "I see it, and now I read yeah, it yeah. and understand it, and it's much it's much more powerful."
1: I that mean, way. yeah, I mean, let's let's be plain. Screenplays suck. They suck. They're just they're the worst. They're these, these these stale, lifeless things that don't really tell you what's going to happen when you when you when you get your get your fingernails dirty in a movie. And and but, I mean, we did have the advantage that I'd done all these years of drawings and and we had them all up the um, everybody had the books everybody had yeah, the
0: books but also what i did was i did i did all, all the voices for the actors and cut together an animatic using just your drawings mm. and we could tell where we needed to add shots or add mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or add uh, moments but also you could just see how powerful visually storytelling it was i mean it was just telling
1: itself oh, here's here's brittany this
0: is why i built the set it was for brittany there's a two wall set there and when she came and did a rehearsal for us she came yeah. in and auditioned. She actually came in the room and auditioned, which she didn't have to do, but she wanted to yeah. show you what she could do. She came in and she blew us away. and, and Blew us away. And I said, uh-oh, she's going to be walking around a lot now. That's going to be a lot of extra work for my green screen guys. <laughs> Why don't I just build a two-wall set and then let her just run?" But the thing is also that, also, all over that also
1: this particular set gave this particular scene a wonderful kind of Honeymooners tone. Right. And And... Most people don't remember The Honeymooners was an extraordinarily bleak (laughs) show. Um, And this feels like it. And if you look at her performance, she, like Carla, completely nails the genre in a a way that doesn't even try to owe anything to modern times. She's another one who really loved this genre and could not wait to come
0: do something like this. And And then here's our
1: Clive. (laughs) My man. I'm right,
0: I... I, we had a couple of different choices of this character. None of them were available, and we're almost getting ready to shoot. We shot so quick, it was like, yeah. who are we gonna get to play Dwight? Because you draw that character with so much—I guess you just call it character—in his face. I mean, yeah. that can't get these pretty boy actors they have today. You gotta get somebody who looks like they got some life
1: to them. No, we need a man. And I just I've always wanted to work with him. And just off right. his
0: BMI commercials, I showed you. That's all I could get at that you, moment.
1: You, you actually showed me one, and I said.
0: We no, got him," you said. Well, "You know, yeah. Said, well, if you think,' by then you were so onto my casting. Yeah. Went, well, if you think that's the guy, let's just get him. Because, but also, because I trust him there, <laughs> there was one shot that I showed it, you. This one shot where, you where, where,
1: where, 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 where the, the guy he's up against blows his brains out, and Clive simply, he, he doesn't look sick or anything. He just looks away way rather annoyed, like he's seen it before a few dozen times. You know, that's that's Dwight. Yep.
0: And he came in and he loved doing this and. Benicio, just <laughs>
1: Benicio, <laughs> was just great. For I saw him at a
0: Academy Award party, and he had this long hair he was growing for another movie. And I thought, oh my God, there's Jackie boy. I said, don't cut your hair, whatever you do. I want to, I want to show you this project we're gonna do. And now, you know, he just. He wanted the chin piece, he wanted the nose piece. People wanted to look more like the books. It, it almost became a, a, a competition or something. It became, it, became, it became like we were becoming a cult. It's, it really, just. this is an opportunity for actors to just really get away from themselves and, and play a character. And that was so great about your books. And I didn't have any worry about casting I mean, early on when I told you some of the actors we could get, you mentioned, well, we don't have to get big stars for everything because that might take away from it. And I mentioned that, well, a lot of reasons why they're big stars is because they're such great actors. They're really good, And, yeah. and you don't have to worry about them getting, you know, see spot the star because you have such great characters in this book, so defined characters that, that you're going to now look at this and not see Benicio, you're going to see Jackie Boy.
1: See, I, I, I've also got to, you know, as a first-time director, I was, um, at first feeling very threatened that that these, that these you know, these rather amazing di- actors would would be, um you know, it would make it very difficult for me to do my job. I learned otherwise. They make it easier. That was an
0: experience you had on, I think, Robocop 2, is that people were just making up their own lines, and that was one of your big worries early on. It's like, well, what happens when we get these big stars? Are they going to just start demanding all these changes? And and I said, no, 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 we're not going to allow that. If you let that start happening, it's it's a train you can't stop. But from the beginning of you saying, we're going to stay so faithful to the books that I'm replicating the shots, we're going to say the dialogue as written, and if it's not working, you just got to give it a little spin. We're not going to start rewriting the dialogue. We're yeah. not going to start changing things. It'll yeah. work if it's done correctly and people embrace that. People really embrace that and nobody wanted to change anything. As you said, people like Bruce and they wanted to make it even more faithful to yeah. the yeah. by keeping every word in because they, you know, why fuck around? I remember one point, at one
1: point, Clive Owen came over to, to, to me and he said, um, he said, you know, I'm there's certain words you don't want to have in Generous. this movie, aren't there? And I said, yeah. I said the material itself is so intense that I I I don't want to have a bunch of shits and fucks flying all over a movie. It's it's it, it, it just wouldn't work. Um, and and uh, and then this is where one of the many times where I realized how how, how perceptive and intelligent actors are. He went, you're quite a Chandler fan, aren't you? <laughs> and i said yeah and you're you're playing a modern version of Marlowe and he said i thought so
0: <laughs> i sure love this <laughs> clive when he first saw this movie all put together so he said no to one told me again. mickey was that he fucking powerful that day, in this movie he's like G- greenwich village so good you know for <laughs> greenwich village i was afraid to even follow him after that <laughs> but as soon as he saw this scene of himself he went okay it felt a little better <laughs> you know just the, <laughs> wonder, the wonderful wonderful
1: n- wonderful touch he has here, here. Was when he says you didn't flush, he goes soft on the word "flush." That's a piece of artistry, I think.
0: That was, the, I mean, one of the things is, uh, as the editor, I'm already watching these, going, "I know which take I'm going to use." Yeah, and I, think, I think we all knew and that. And I go day. back,
1: and you can play it back to the
0: actor, and even they don't want to touch it. You know, yeah. what's one of your fear people have of HDs that people, oh, well, everyone can see what you're doing, they're going to want to do it again and again. It's like, no, nah, no. Nah. Once they see it, they know it's magic. They ain't going to want to touch yeah. it. This look here is so intense. I, I really, that. this is that great shot you have in your book i wanted to replicate that if you see the the color actually i mean it actually bleaches out more to replicate more of the book and then it goes back to normal right about there i just wanted to get so much as close as i could to your book right there i just love that shot that says more about this lethality right there yeah yeah
1: and and the performance is 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 loaded because all you have to do is look at him and see the you know that he's killed people before there's there's no doubt about it because he he knows exactly what he's doing he's timing it out to perfection and it's in it's it makes him i think that's the moment where he becomes truly formidable
0: and that's the thing about your book that when you're looking at when you're reading the book you get to that shot and you realize what he's done and what he can do from that one drawing. And, and you can run and have him running around in red tennis shoes from then on because you've already <laughs> set him up as <laughs> hey. a bad eyes. Now he can go and just be the guy who keeps screwing up. He's the guy everything hey, God, just
1: keeps God, screwing what up. You hey, this is a great shot. I'm come great. on, he's, he's got screwed. a great I shot. Of, he got, he's all got all a great pair of uh, chucks there. I don't think he'll be bothering you, you now This is Brittany Love being in the draw. window doing oh, well, this scene. we love <laughs> we love Brittany in the window too.
0: She just loved it the way you drew her. <laughs> she goes, I gotta get in that pose. Well, she sure did. <laughs> and I added this shot. This is another shot I
1: added. It's right a beautiful
0: there. shot. I thought you'd like that. Well, she actually saw this. There's went, a lot of reasons I like that shot. <laughs> she looked at the shot and went, "Thank you for that shot, by the way. <laughs> this is a great you know, shot. She's really, she's really Shelly, right now. But by this now point, Shelly is in all the books. Is she in all the books? um Almost all. Almost all. Almost all, books,
1: all yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and, uh, because she's at the bar and so on. And 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 I consider her to be one of the linchpins of the entire series. Go, 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 and it's, I mean, Shelly I was when we were talking about the sequel. As soon as I got word that that like Brittany was on, I, sure. I was I was probably doing handstands yeah. because yeah. this way we but can start pinning together all these stories with this her character. Her and Nancy, you know, we need we need. Both of them.
0: Now, I went red on the car because, again, we, this is uh, the only yeah. car that matched the one you had drawn, and it happened to be red, which we loved. But then, yeah. of course, you get to black and white, and it looks like the dullest car oh, And also, also,
1: it's a it spectacular car. It's one of the greatest designed cars there ever was.
0: And the back looked like a front, so I started this shot. Brilliant I remember show. I was lighting this shot, lining this shot up. I said, like, let's start on the front and pull all the way around.
1: That's a good and come all. I just went, got to get some long-loving close-up of this car. Just, you yeah, came because, in, you
0: go, what are you doing? You looked at it, and you go, like, never mind. I like
1: it. Know, I, no, I didn't like it. I loved it. I mean, it's so, because what it did, what this does more than any other shot I can think of in the in the whole movie, is it reinforces the car fetish that's part of Sin City. But you've got to have there, because this stuff's about cars, too. That and, was and one of the main things you
0: wanted to draw when you first put Sin City together. This whole idea came from the idea of, what were the three elements? Or oh four?
1: yeah, there was, there were three. It was, it was like uh, all the uh, all the guys. Uh, actually, four. Uh, all the guys are tough. All the trench coats are long. All the cars are vintage, and all the women are gorgeous. <laughs> I think we got that in this movie. I think so. And it actually just ended up being a blue car and a red car, but that, those were the actual colors. Of the but it's car. great. And then our old town well, girls. Speaking of girls, yeah. <laughs> we had a little I, bit of I, wanted to, I wanted to jump in on something you know, else though. Not that that. Not the, the first scene home, that dear. we shot you're with Benicio mercyless. is him in that car and all your what come true. blew me away was that without any them? real conversations with me about this you know the, the state he's in he knew that this guy wasn't just drunk that he was in but that, that he was in a blackout which is a very different state right that if if Jackie Boy had survived this night, he wouldn't have remembered it. Right, right, right. Oh, That's sweetheart. what was the first day the worked told the day him show. that. We shot this. And then, oh, this shot, day. all this shot. Said, Look at I her.
2: Do
1: jobs. I mean, how in love can you get? She's car, wonderful. This was she's great to shoot, and
0: mess. she was amazing because she has to walk, she's actually walking in place. She's not even on a treadmill. She had to walk backwards into the shot. She had to do all this physical yeah. stuff that was just ridiculous because we we're on green screen, but she's doing it and all acting now. and casual and doing everything she needs to do. I mean, technically, she's just... Unbelievable, Good and, and Benicio—it oh, yeah. was just so Frankenstein's monster coming up here. There's a, there's oh, a yeah. lightning flash that goes off <laughs> <Yeah>. that just <laughs> makes him look like a like an end, old Universal towards, horror
1: film. Towards the end of this uh, shooting, big fat kill. I became addicted to lightning flashes and was calling for them about every se- now, second now, in the movie.
0: Yeah, well, basically, we just had him cue it. Every time someone wasn't talking between lines, shoot, shoot a lightning That's blast off. What I also loved was calling <laughs> from from one side then the other. Oh, well, there are. Now, this Everything is, like, control. some of the most photographable skin there the is. I mean, oh. look at her face and the she way, looks way looks the light hits her. I mean, I just would be calling everyone over to the monitor and switching it to black and white going, oh, my God. And she was so game to do the outfit, Uh, to do uh, that, chop her hair off, to do Uh, all of that.
1: Lovely lovely. was how I was, when she first showed up in town, her remark to me was, oh, I get it, I'm an S&M superhero. And I said, sure, you are. And then... Um, and then one point during the shoot, I, 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 told her that she would, she would be the perfect Catwoman, Right. And then I had to pause and say, no, you already are.
0: Awesome. I left her a little...
1: Smoking cigarettes, and 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 also she was the other New Yorker on the set. That's right. That was one of the
0: things you had mentioned. Was we're going to find some New York girls because there's a different toughness to them. That's what we're having trouble finding in Gail. In fact, you loved Gail as much as Miho I think.
1: (laughs) I think so too.
0: (laughs) I knew it was going to be a hard one to cast, and we went through so many people, and they were all terrific. But I really thought it was going to be Rosario. Um, So I did cheat. I did cheat a little, Frank. What I did was I told her ahead of time, when you come to the rehearsal, I mean to the audition, paint your eyes in sort of a cat eye. And she didn't know how to do it. She had a friend. You did you, it. It about, you never told I know, me that. If you look at, because I, 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 you, know, you, you weren't, know, weren't Everybody, seen everybody
1: or, you know, here's, here's, here's. Well, I thought
0: you weren't really seeing the physical yeah,
1: transformation yet, yeah, which was yeah, not going to come till later. So
0: I thought anything that would help you see her more. Here's,
1: here's, here's, you know, here's, Robert Rodriguez, the pillar of his community, the father of five. You know, every, everybody's, everybody's favorite, nicest guy in the world a ruthless motherfucker
0: ruthless but i thought i think one of the things that was (laughs) blocking you from seeing some of the girls that came in that were really good was that you weren't seeing them they weren't looking like your comic but of course they have to go to this huge transformation to get there we had to chop her hair off into a mohawk basically paint her all up like this put her in that outfit oh but she owned that she owned it but but i had to show you the tape later you didn't notice it when she first came in Uh, later on i I said let's watch the tapes again and watch rosario and i showed it to you in the room you're like I don't remember seeing that. Oh my God, mm. she is
1: great. Yeah, and she looked perfect. like her. And See, uh, here's here's where here's a sequence where I'm really seeing the drawings in action because totally, totally, we got totally. him, we got Becky, we got Gale. Right and, here, I think it's Right it, here, right it, here. It, oh yes,
0: yeah. he's always wanted to play the Wolfman. I said, "Look, man, you just did it." Yeah, <laughs> that's the Wolfman. And the thing is, is here's the, a shot right out of your yeah. book, the famous shot that we use a lot of. The car. Well, she says, uh, yeah. that went on right there. She looked, this you is right out of the book. Thing
2: in your whole
0: life. And now Cal Hill breaks loose. Oh. People thought at first that this was the scene Quentin directed because it was the samurai swords, it was, you know, very, very violent. It's like, no, no, oh. this is all, this is Frank Miller goodness. White blood shooting out because that's
1: oh, the way you drew it I in the comic. I remember, look at her. You, you, you know, I mean, you like
0: You never know she was never trained before this. No, she's... a Frank she's Miller training.
1: She, the way she moves, partly it's her.
0: Benicio added that. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. I love that. He said, that. "What if I go and I chew my knuckles off the gun?" I said, "Shit,
1: that's awesome." At this point, I was just going, "Robert, it's Benicio. I got, I got Mijo to take care of right now." take care of Mijo, take care of Benicio. He came up with a bunch of terrific
0: things. He said, "How about I put my hand in my pocket later?" Yeah. Oh, I put my okay, hand in my pocket. Look at that.
1: Look at that, that, that um, this was fairly early on in the shoot, and it was it was when this is
0: uh, Dwight's first day this oh, okay. is actually his first day of shooting it's him running out
1: there the just green the doing okay well, uh, but also i'm talking about the, the, the miho sequence uh-huh. where she's ducking and around and all that right um and it was where the oh uh, well, sorry i just saw that you know that yeah, climb up climb. rosario oh, 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 oh,
0: i have to explain why we
1: do a climb up when you draw your drawings a lot of them are
0: very vertical which doesn't work in a movie everything's horizontal and if you do a screen even more so so i thought How do I be faithful to the book? I don't want to go to a wide shot because then suddenly the image is small. Oh, I know. I'll just take all your vertical shots as a a camera move. So I'll either do a boom up or a pan up or a tilt up. And that's how you get that length. Yeah. So that's where that shot came from. Because one of your drawings is almost like a full body of her. Mm -hmm. And so I just took that as a direction to do a tilt up.
1: Well, the, 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 uh, um, this whole sequence with Miho was, was where, um, in a way, I, I came to understand the character better as I was working with Devin because um, I, I could immediately have a sense when something didn't feel right, and and I kept on telling her to not to act, to to to, to withhold completely.
0: was the blood on the face shot, off. you came to me at one point and said, "We gotta get a shot where blood hits someone's face, where Miho's face, and she doesn't blink because i have never pulled that off in a samurai movie." movie i
1: said oh watch this (laughs) yeah it was like five minutes later we had (laughs) it (laughs) it.
0: it's like oh it's very easy it's very easy all we have to do is shoot her with her eyes closed
1: actually what i remember also saying what what i remember saying to you was i'm fishing around a couple of weeks ago i would have said can we do this now i now i know to ask how are we going to do it right
0: that's basically um when you realize with the green screen and effects and technology today that you can make any shot happen it really comes down to just how are you going to do it and and coming up with the original idea. If you have a great idea, you can figure out a way to do it. And that was the work basically for me every day was figuring out how we were going to do each shot Mm -hmm. to match as close as we could. To the, the magic you had drawn on the page because mm. that stuff was just so so beautiful and I just didn't racket, I couldn't quite this is the anti-movie we we'll have to talk about <laughs> the concept yeah, of the anti-movie yeah. I,
1: I also I've got I've got to blather about she Miho said, a little bit Go, more. go ahead, uh, this is is section. which is which is that uh, uh, the thing I really learned on the set Iron there was something I had done intuitively but I really didn't have it in front of my brain which is that it was it was when I was working very intensely with her and, and her, her movements and, and her and that, that stony killer expression she, she does so well I I realized that that what she was is Japanese terms Miho is a kami a demon and that and Japanese demons can be good or bad and so she's in a different movie
0: right that's the truth the cops stay out. To keep
1: that was, was a good day.
0: This was um, the idea is to have Lord. rain everyone can have their eyes open the in this kind of rain. <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> because what I loved about your book is the rain's always pouring man down on fun. people, but their eyes are wide open, and that never happens in a movie. If you put if you put <coughs> <coughs> rain on people, it immediately <coughs> starts running down their head, it's in their eyes, the oh, all, everyone's squinting. Yeah. And I thought, No, everyone's gotta have their eyes open. So let's not have rain, we'll just keep splitting down. Look at that
1: amazing profile for Zario. How can you we not get? War. You know, K- plus her K- hair would have Shana. fallen down Shana. as soon as we put water on
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. so, so we just kept spritzing, oh, you mean like down. when I like oh, was, it was tormenting energy. Mackenzie with with the with the, with the extra spritz. Slides. Yeah, yeah. Did so we didn't. Like cop- we just kept car- their faces heat? and bodies spritzed, and we added all the rain the and the rain rough bouncing rough off them later, so that we could have like what your comic accomplished, which was having them. All They'll stare wide open at each other and uh, be very intense, and uh, still have the visual of, of, the, of, the off, of the
1: rain pouring down. This is a fascinating uh, scene right here for me orders. because it was a case where I'd seen You've enough performance to, to know that it needed a touch-up on the script, mm-hmm. and, and I added.
0: You had this good about
1: the where she personalizes it and it makes it very plain that they that she resents the fact that they're not lovers anymore. Right, right. I I felt it really helped focus this episode. Well,
0: we found some of this stuff in the Dame to Kill For down. books that They'll we thought, we need to bring some voice. of this back in there. That's They'll actually where I think you. the idea came from, because you, be the there was uh, all lines all in there back... Mm-hmm. Well, the this the is a book we'll do the beans, next, the and drugs. since yeah. then, too, so we won't the talk, the talk too much about it, but we did take some of these, some of this Dwight dialogue and some of her dialogue was taken from Dame to Kill
1: So, Robert, do you ever wonder sometimes why certain lines are funny? I mean, coming right up here, Dwight talks about getting a car and having a big and there's something about that delivery that has been laughing every single time yeah, I see yeah, yeah. it. And I don't know what it is.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I looked at my original thing I did with, uh and I just blocked out it out or so and um, just or so. using my own voice that and of course can he reads it that way it's the reading and it's also the shot I wanted him kissing kissing one kissing one and then suddenly he turns into that great close-up that you have lying. in the book itself which is that one right. yeah. I wanted to get into that so shot well. and I, it's it's, it's this great shot of him in the foreground and her back there just looking at him <laughs> well, she's melting, <laughs> and just melting and I thought this is going to be such Lewis. a great so he knew this was his big he's, he's basically mm-hmm. whenever an actor turns into their own close-up it's a very powerful thing mm-hmm. and he embraced that and and just gave the line a lot of bite and that's clive too clive's just got
1: an amazing sense of humor and kept us oh all yeah laughing. oh just when he and benicio wrong. were both on the set we'll never it was impossible yeah. to stop laughing i mean so here's here's another right case where where head? is he um
0: oh this the is funny with a hat yeah. Yeah. you said um I want to put this hat on Rosario at some point. Can we? Can we? And I said no, Frank. I think it'd be weird because why would she put on a hat now and then she's not gonna have it later and then it's just gonna mess up her hair and all that. And you you walked away and you look like a little kid who'd just been turned down. And I felt so bad for saying no to you. And then you came back and you showed me the book and you go, Hey, wait a minute! I drew it in there because I always said that. Hey, if you drew it, we have to shoot it. And I never noticed that shot. You had a shot of her putting the hat on for one frame that makes no sense continuity-wise. Well, because she never wears it again. But I thought, Oh well, shit! You drew it, so we. but but also but, but okay, bring it. the hat out. But
1: oh. she sure looks I good, and she did it. look good. The, 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 the uh, um, I mean it was it was like actually the line that you down? would always use on me when I wanted to change something was. Too late, you so already inked it. Yeah, you would say, like, uh, are you sure we need to get that?
0: Hey, too late, you already inked it. we got to shoot it. Um, one of the things, uh, I was days. being so faithful to the book what to uh, a degree, degree that I was making you be more faithful to <laughs> oh, it. <right, yeah>, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, I knew yeah, you yeah, were yeah, in you the, the mindset when you drew it, and to just start so changing time. everything didn't make a whole lot of sense. I wanted to stick with it unless something really didn't work or if we really had a much better idea. And I remember you got that sense the very first day when they're doing the Marley, Shelton, John Charnette scene, when they are kissing in silhouette. You came in to me and you said hey, I think like if we do this in a silhouette, spirits. it might be really kind of cool. And I went, I don't know, man. If what you look at... Hell? I think in your book, it's better. Use the white silhouette. Nobody ever does that. You looked at it and you went, yeah, you're right. That is better. I like <laughs> your <laughs> discipline. <laughs> and so from That's then right. on, if <laughs> it was drawn, i tell the crib you drew it, we're shooting it. And then if it doesn't work, we'll think of something else. But yeah. let's not just start changing everything just to change it. Let's really right.
1: That's that, that, that was the salvation of this project, Robert, because it, there's such a... Um, you know, there's such a tendency when you're because you're working long hours, you're you're, de- you're you're dealing with hundreds of egos. In this case, like you know, two colossal egos, you know, who are talking to each other right now, and 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 uh, and and uh, there's just a tendency for the for there to be to, for there to be um, an entropy that sets in, and I mean I've, I've worked on pictures where. Um, uh, it, it, the material itself wasn't strong enough I mean I'm, I'm referring to my own scripting you know like I wrote RoboCop two where, where we never we re- never really got the script we needed you know and an entropy sat in and then Nobody actors were allowed to ad-lib, and it, it was like it was like a, a feeding frenzy yeah. right. and and the whole thing just kind of like flew in a thousand yeah. different directions and and really was unsalvageable. Yeah, so but the, out, the reason me. I used the word discipline then was I realized that what you were uh, you one of the many it. things you taught me about directing it's a matter of, sti- of of staying your course and and not varying from it and saying okay maybe I'm wrong but this is where I'm going.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot of ways to do it, but this is the way we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. It's this way. And you just kind of make that decision, and everyone follows along. I mean, people like clear direction. I mean, yes. you've got something like that. Otherwise, then they're going to look out for themselves. Well, you know, they're going to try to protect themselves. These,
1: the, these two gens knew what movie they were in. I mean, you know, they they knew what. Well, material maybe not this day,
0: because there was a third director who showed up. On this oh, that lunatic! <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, on my commentary, you'll hear Quentin talk about this. <laughs> but this was a day where I said, Frank, uh, we. Been directing all this time. We're gonna take a backseat to directing. I'm gonna be there as the DP, editor, uh, effects guy. You'll be there as the writer, producer. Uh, You sit behind the big monitors, and I'll stand one of the cameras, and we'll let Quentin just have his day and have fun directing the actors. And uh, it was so great. I think I looked at my diary again at the end of this day. You came to me and said. This was the most fun day I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and I said, Frank, I'm going nice. to write that no, down, talking. Frank, because I'm going to have to mention that later. Because it was that's a that's creatively, true. it was it was so it was gigantic.
1: It, and and, and also it was. I keep on referring to my education because this was you know my first picture, in, in, in you know in this role, and and I, um, Quentin taught me a lot about directing, not just because of his expertise. Um, because the two of you think very differently. Totally, and it's fascinating totally different to watch you. Yeah. Um, you, know, like you have, I like to refer to you as the, the and Apollo American and Dionysus. <laughs> Dionysus <laughs> a, well, yeah, um, so and so anyway, so when you showed up so also, I learned the parameters like of the job of being a director. Because you can confuse people, Robert. Oh, totally. You totally, do right. so da- ma- you damn many different things that I was feeling like I'm not pulling my weight here. Right, right. And you were always oh, saying, right. "You're doing fine. You're doing fine. You're doing." I say, "Man, you job. do
0: more in r- during more than most, most directors.
1: <laughs> Don't worry about that. I'm always doing a hundred jobs. Don't worry about and, that." And and uh, but when I saw Quentin at work, I went, "Oh, I get it. Directing is all the stuff I like to do." Yeah, I was sold. I'm the designated. One but, uh, more time. <laughs>
0: no, it was uh, it was a great just to learn from somebody else's point of view again like I knew I would learn from you you learn a lot you from Quentin and, and uh,
1: oh and, we, we have, and I mean it's 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 kind of a just oh, wonderful take here Remember how I was always I was always trying to get you to do, like, bigger close-ups of guns?
0: Yeah, you said, you gotta get even closer than that. I said, well, I think at a certain point we won't be able to tell up the gun anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're about as close as we can get. That thing on there with the color on the eyes, I just added later. Yeah. I just thought, yeah. let's try this. What do you think of this, friend? Cool. I was uh, that was one of the funniest the comments you would make. Well, sometimes I'd bring you over because the actor would come ask me a question sometimes. And I'd go, you know what? I don't know the answer to that. Let's ask Frank. He knows. Frank, I'm curious to find out myself. Frank, why did you put dinosaurs in the, you know, like dinosaurs in the uh, You're Like, Oh, because it was cool. Because it was cool to draw. And i went, hey, I don't need any more explanation than that. That's half why I do anything. <laughs> it's cool to do it. It is cool, though. I Look at cool, it. Cool, but That was usually sometimes we thought there'd be some real in-depth explanation <laughs> as to why you had this person wear this outfit no or do this and you are like, oh, because it was cool. Because it made no logical sense, we're but you time. thought it'd be cool. And I thought, oh, I, explain time. no more, man. I'm right there with you. I, <laughs> I get that.
1: That was what was so funny when it was the three <laughs> of us, too, because it was like, it really was the three amigos. We were The problem we had on the set was that the three of us, for one thing, is Quentin and Robert had been very close friends and colleagues for years. Yeah. So I was I was like well, the late comer, but it was like I was I right was immediately away, welcomed. You were you were in
0: there right away. It was and like the we, three amigos so quickly.
1: Yeah, it, was, it was like it was, I, I, what I like to tell people is that all, all of us take our jobs very very seriously. We only look like a bunch of little boys in a tree fort. <laughs> That's
0: right. When I first met you, we met at that bar the first time to show you the yeah. shots I had done yeah. as an earlier test. Um, I tracked you down. I just realized I didn't meet you till midnight. November of, of uh, 2003 the of the um, to show you this project because I thought if I could town. just show you you would be into it but I had to track you down and you were running and hiding you just didn't want anyone from Hollywood calling but I'm from Texas finally met with me I showed you the footage you were blown away and I said hey man it's right out of your books I just shot your panels and that freaked you out even more that you didn't even recognize your own drawings and then uh, and that it worked that well and then uh, as we started talking more we just got on so well yeah it was, it, was, it was instant it was like this the then, then you took me over to meet Quentin well that's the thing you asked me while we were at the bar you said because I mentioned something about Quentin I was about to, that I just got back from the Kill Bill program and I was writing music for him and and he looked at me and he went, now... Now, what, kind, what kind of guy is Quentin? I have the feeling he's the kind of person who maybe laughs at his own dark material. <laughs> I just started busting up going, you're not going to believe how much we're three peas in a pod when you meet this guy. You're, you and him are so much alike. The funny thing is, it's like, you think I, your stuff is really funny. You think this is great comedy. Well, okay, I mean, in fact, we kept calling this Big Fat Kill episode, this is the screwball, the screwball comedy. comedy. <laughs> oh, they're running around chasing the head. It really is like a screwball comedy setup. <laughs> Look at setup. him. Look at him.
1: What's not funny about that? You know? so that's the
0: thing is that Quentin's the same way. He he sits yeah, there, watches back. the most brutal thing in his own movie, and he's laughing. I told you that's the thing at the it's zone stupid. premiere. He's laughing louder than anybody at a movie that he's just spent the past
1: year and a half making. Well, he's there I mean, laughing. I, was, I, was, I love this scene. Uh, this is where this is one of one of the many places where Clive Owen shows his chops. Right. Is is that is that because almost all those movements movements as I recall are his. Yeah. Um, because so many they so many different mediums that they have to be. Yeah. They um, were And and, uh, And he's just so
0: good with his face when he does something like this, which is a great shot. Yeah, Yeah. it's like he's staring at a hand grenade going like, oh no.
1: You know, we, we will not talk about the other expression. The gang, used I'll, I'll put that on the I'll put that on school. Clive
0: tortured me with tortured that. Tortured me with that face. And I'll, I'll, I'll explain it later because I have to band show band you. He, he would say, how faithful are we going to be to the you books, Frank? And he would down. show you the book drawing where you'd have this very <laughs> comical look on his
1: face. He goes, do you really want me to do this face? It looked like something out of like Gary Larson. <laughs> you know. And he kept doing that face. He'd bring it over to me going, are oh, we really going to be this faithful to the book? Say, no. Well, I think you
0: don't have to do that face in particular. But he, so he wouldn't stop. He wouldn't stop. And then finally... I shot a version of
1: that shot. I now.
0: know, you showed it to me to torture me. And the first edit you saw of the movie, I showed nice it to
1: you. Patient. And <laughs> I, 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 At first I thought, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to have words with Robert about this. Uh, this I think, uh, you know, I, I
0: like his editing up until now. Yeah, uh, I I Everything was so take.
1: slick, and then all of a
0: sudden it was the goofball shot. This was so, so easy awesome. to shoot, it was scary, because I just loved how no. you came... Conceived of this idea, how do you Some show someone sinking in tar, tar tars tars from under the tar? <laughs> You'll You'll let, unless you do black and white like this yeah. and then hit them in white. In oh, so the, 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 this, this so is the shot, issues.
1: this is the shot though that though kills me with the way you, you, you got, got that. Where it this. looks this, yes. right Skitty? out of the book. But, but what I mean is, I mean, the book couldn't do that moment of grip, which is a moment of salvation. And, but it's like you said—it's it's, its its between the blanks there. I mean, <laughs> no, but the there's there's something about that. It's, it's part of what adds to her mysticism. Yeah. And
0: if well, I mean, I'd like—I just love the bridge we'll of this. I mean, the Jack bridge between hand. your medium and, and the film medium uh-huh. is that. You're getting the best of both. You're getting the striking image and, the, that's so and, simple. And, and, there, and the there's, the, there's your stunning oh, sister. Oh, this is my sister. She was in one of the early t- tests. The and you said, "Who's that beautiful girl in red?" I go, "Oh, that's just my sister." And you said, "Oh, well, you got to put her in as one of the old town girls." I go, "Really?" I mean,
1: really? okay, well, yeah, yeah, I had to lobby you a bit because I'm just so used to, to thinking my own sister. sister. Yeah. I was like looking at her, going,
0: "I want to be trying to my sister in there."
1: The I got t- five sisters. The other director was the one insisting to put her, insisting
0: to put her in. And she and we were like trying to find girls that really in shape they were tall and she was very and good and she so can she's act she's been acting in my movie since the yeah. Time, but, but uh no I was, I was glad she got to be in. now i love i we love talk. this whole this whole sequence here yeah. starting with again this was again a vertical shot so i just took
1: that as a as a and i added this a little improved it, and uh just bridging the, the scenes well, together yeah that, that, that's Stay one of my favorite um, of transitions of the in the whole
0: cool. movie yeah yeah and it's not that's it's one that's just a made-up thing just bridging them and, uh, but I love this dialogue dying. here is great, and just just getting cool characters in a car like this is so fun for them to play because they don't have yeah. to talk. <laughs> they can just sit there and hear the voices. Oh over. God, Do you remember
1: when we were shooting it? Patricia had so much dialogue. And mean, we, 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 like you, you reduced She's Dallas. It. Yeah, she plays Dallas. She plays two characters. And what I mean is, yeah, in this, so I love this shot. That's great. <laughs> <Man>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking at him. This whole gag got started on the set. This is one case where. By the way, that yeah. is one of the most painful deaths I've ever seen. I know. Yeah. Having to kill
0: my own sister, that hurts. Yeah. But this was like... This head getting cut was in the book. But it's, but it's yeah. in the panel. It's kind of in the background in the panel. <laughs> and uh, it just c- took on a life so of its I guess own, I am you know. like Chris. I think it's hilarious. It is a very funny shot. And this is where um, she rides... This is what and, and she, this, this she yeah. rides and grenade. This,
1: this is where she came morning, back and said... I'm doing it myself. And, 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 and she... What she brought was the, she brought the cartoon to it. Anytime you can have an actor do it, it's just. Oh, gonna, what you know she did she's she, she, going to put more. She, at that point, she was so into character that she knew that she she might as well be a cartoon. Because yeah.
0: I mean, it's not a stunt; it's a character thing.
1: So. Yeah, and then you know so she kicks her feet up as she goes back, ear, just you know. like in the drawing, and 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 uh, and, got and, got and she rode those cables like a trooper, trooper to because at that point, she local. must have been utterly exhausted. I think that was the last day for her. Yeah. Well, we'll get to her finest team, hour um, soon. Was her, was her, her, there's, a, there's a, a cable shot of her that is. Ju- I just, it, I worked right. it and worked it and, and worked it, and and then she just delivered like a master. I would make
0: fun of you on the because you love that character so much that when I'd see you there, like the taskmaster, while she's there acting, you're there with your arms crossed, Like I called you like the ultimate soccer dad, I and mean, you're like, they're so proud of her, your little Miho, you trained her, and it was like, Frank's Frank's so enthusiastic right now for the sequence, he's trained her, and now he's so proud, she pulled it off, and you went and show her the takes, and you gave her a samurai sword at the end, right?
1: Yeah, she, she was so excited. <laughs> she, she uh, Miho carries two swords, and I, I presented her with one of them, of course, I stole the other one. <laughs> she, <laughs> she said, Mom, I got a sword. <laughs> wasn't that hilarious.
0: <laughs> I said, the love the look she the gives between right here, yeah, here. Yeah. This is just a little she added
1: thing. The <laughs> I just stayed close to her. And Even a strange thing, I, mean, I don't know how it is for you. She said, said, look, look yeah. at him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, this, this is an amazing. In your book, you well,
0: have a, a wide shot of them kind of running off. And I went, I think we need something more for this dialogue. And you came up with And I thought about
1: it in about 10 seconds. Actually, what you said was... It's got to be fast, and it's got to be brilliant. And, <laughs> and then you so we got to think of a
0: new shot. It's be, we no, to sure shot. We got to be—we have to come up with a shot. to your shot. I had you think about it too, because I said we got to come up with a shot. It's got to be fast. But, it's got to be, you be brilliant. But no,
1: what I had to—what I had to—what I had to focus on though is it was that all Miho does in that shot is stand there looking <gasps> at him. Right, right. And, and I and I me, w- went to her, and I and, and at this point it was you becoming almost a joke on set because I went over and Miho! she shoots that lethal glare. And it's almost like she's, you know, like like she's a samurai and I'm the dino or something. And and I and I said, shoulders back." I said, "Chin up, chin up." And arms, arms away from your sides. You're 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 not a woman. You're a weapon. Yes, master. And and and, 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 and uh, Anyway, then then um, I said, "Your eyes never leave Dwight because Gail has been kidnapped and he is your master now." And it all, it uh, that's all it took cuz as soon out. as she got some a little How bit of guidance that gal would mom. just do anything. Kind of and she was with goods every time. You were you gravitated out. towards Miho.
0: We said large that from the very beginning. Hey, look, Gail and Miho are my okay. favorite characters. And then this this bit here, I gotta hey, keep. In one of your drawings, I saw blood on her mouth. I said, "Can we pull some neck out of her like a zombie movie?" That was that was Rosario Was so excited to do this. And also look
1: to both of them. completely into it. Oh, and these guys—that's <laughs> Nikki Cat guy. there with the oh, shaved Nikki's head. Nicky is crazy.
0: unbelievable. I known Nikki for a long time, but he came in and did this small part. Just net. the love Frank no, okay love Sin City. Also, can I tell you? Shaved anything? his
1: head for us. In-joke bit: the earring that you right now see on <laughs> Becky oh is Martha Washington's symbol from the comic oh, books. There crazy. Yeah, there's there, there's there, there. my gal. Yeah. yeah she's <laughs> spitting the... Also, this is, this, that's a Rodriguez moment. That's right out of
0: your book. You have a shot where he's swatting her, she's airborne. I go, how are we going to get her fly like that? And we pulled her on a wire. We shot him separately and yanked her. I know. Sometimes well, I'll say, I think I, I'll I say, came I'll up with some of these it. shots, and I look at your book. No, no, we followed them well, right I'll
1: tell you, Robert, you're reasonably hey. collaborating.
0: No, man. I, I, I can't, sometimes you can't tell what shots I kind of came up with and which ones were from your book, because I shoot in that sort of style. But hey, your just, shots in particular. Here's Nikki. Nikki's just taking that and running with it. It's really funny, and Clark Middleton was fantastic. I don't too.
1: think we, I don't think we gave him much of any direction at all with Nicky. He was so funny. He,
0: I, I didn't know what what for him to do. I said, "You got to," I don't know. But this character was so very funny in the book, and he just came in and read. I had, I had an idea in mind, but when he walked in and did it his way, it was so much better than anything I had. When he went, hey. Hey, but even before that, when he goes, I knew there was a reason. I oh, yeah,
1: yeah. That was, that was <laughs> as blast. soon as he walked in with that. That's, like, the, that's the shot. That's, that's the, the shot, that's okay? when she's jumping. When she's jumping and flying, we, we had to do a bunch of takes. We had been running her ragged, or I had been running her ragged. and she, But she was fearless and tireless. And finally, I spoke to the, the sword master, and I said, something's wrong with this flying shot where she's firing her ball. And, and this, is, this is her money me. moment. This is the biggest moment Mio Sometimes has in this movie. In and I said, what's wrong fight. with it? And he said, her knees would be further apart. And it was, we were on like take number four or something. I went over and, and I, I, I said, care. Mio, can you do it with your knees further apart? And she just nodded. <laughs> At this point, she wasn't even talking much because she was so in character. She didn't talk that much. Twice. Now this beat here... Don't do this. Why was it hey, that Benicio's right. character is still alive? Why is Jackie Boy
0: still alive? you said that you'd had a, course, an idea in the, the script and then in the Fred, book where okay. he blinked at him or something,
1: or She's he winked at him, boy. or it says yeah. that in
0: the book. Is that what it says? That he winks at him, or?
1: Well, but, but the idea is, it, Dwight is is having a feeling. You know, was that right the, on the
0: edge. Was that in the book, or was it something you no, said?
1: No, that that came up. Performance. I, mean, it was, it was, it was more I thought it was something
0: you mentioned before that you had had this idea where. That's where I got yeah, the idea.
1: Yeah, yeah. There was the, the, the idea was that was that was that was that. I was. You always have, wanted him to wink at him or something. Yeah, just one like Yeah, that. yeah. oh, so, we'll let's do
0: that. Let's keep don't give Jackie Ryan, Boy and
1: Rodriguez that. He, he runs with it and you're, all of a sudden you've got, like, before you know what he's oh, talking. Well,
0: I just thought Jackie Boy sort but, but, of, yeah,
1: Jackie Boy is such a great character. He kind of
0: disappeared here at the end. So yeah. I thought, if we can keep the head alive a little bit. And that, yeah. that's, that's what it prompted you to say. I think I was going to yeah. draw him winking at one point at the end. So, yeah. Oh, well, this is the thing. The point he's holding that great, Head shot up. Yeah. Where he has a head up like that, let's go ahead and do it there and have him say something or look at him or, or do something. Now, this one is where I took your red sky from the cover of your old Dark Horse. I love uh, this shot. Dark Horse comic. The collection of, uh, the paperback collection has a uh, red cover with white on it for the big fat kill. And I love the way that,
1: Lynn. Lynn no escape. Oh yeah, she always This was s- Lynn's cover. No and I
0: took that color and wanted to no put that behind him and you said uh we got to yeah. kill that, that was I one of the great that
1: things about doing the covers every with with the every lid. last one. Lynn Varley would bring a completely different sensibility to accept the black and white nature of material. Not because the material. And so better it was a perfect place. lift to to, to to bring that new into the scene. Bodies, so I've also got to make another point about, about, about charts of profits my partner here is this, that it's shot mess, where all the women are mulling it down, all the, all the, all the, all the, the guys, and, and you're seeing a, pure a rather amazing number of models firing right. guns <laughs> wearing very, very and little. So Several dressed as characters from other places, but um, that shot hap- just happened to be the, the one that Robert baby, planned for as the last, the very last shot uh, after very long shoes. Keep I'm us all awake. Be- well, because <laughs> he kind of knew that it would keep our interest up. Yeah, and, and to keep the crew awake. Because we sent it up. The, the crew was awake
0: at about five, six in the morning after doing Bad a whole noise. day before. So we, I like this last shot there. That was a great yeah, shot there. there. Terrific there. shot. That was one of the last shots too. Yeah. And then here we are with Bruce, and we're going into that yellow
1: bastard. This is um, this was a major editorial decision by Robert.
0: What we decided early on when I first approached you, Frank, was I, I had three well, stories Captain that I liked from uh, the series that I thought we could start out with that we would just shoot in their entirety. Senior, you've seen and... Um, them together. In mean, the script, they were just in this order of the Marv episode, then Big Fat Kill, and then Yellow Bastard, knowing that at any point in editing, we could move things around. So the only thing that actually changed from that was only taking that first bit of him, uh, Bruce, on the dock and moving that earlier. That way, uh, the audience is introduced to all the characters, all the main characters, by the first 45 minutes of the movie. Otherwise, you would have been this far into the movie and now just barely be meeting Bruce for the first time. So that was the only editorial switch. And then we took out the title cards. Originally there was title cards for each of the movies. You'd given Marv's episode finally a a title, The Hard Goodbye, The Big Fat Kill, and then That Yellow Bastard. And when we first watched the first rough cut of this, it had the title cards in there. And the only thing, uh, we liked them, but the only thing that threw us was um, after sitting through the whole Marv slaughter, and then to see a title card come up called Once The Big I Fat Kill, I thought it would scare a lot of people out of the movie theater. <laughs> 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 to think, well, what the hell did we just watch? <laughs> I mean, that wasn't yeah. The Big Fat Kill. That's still coming. Yeah. It was quite a bit of uh, carnage already at that point. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, switching this, that opening of Bruce on the That's Dock right. to earlier oh, made it this story feel more epic even though it's the shortest of the three probably Mm -hmm. it feels more epic because it started with bruce on the dock and introduced junior so you get a chance to kind of forget about him and then you see him only show up here as yellow bastard
1: yeah and it also um i mean well well, it's probably the shortest um in terms of screen time it's got the longest uh uh time frame of all the stories exactly um it, it 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 really is epic in its scope um nancy callahan goes from being 11 to 19, you're and and so it feels big 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 very big big big
0: fitting to brand. me. I mean, one of the reasons she's is she's it is so tight is only because, uh, uh, I just always wanted so to so end with a story, story, but coming after the big fat kill, which story. is such a fast-paced, multi-character, yeah. to come back to something this personal again with just mm-hmm. really one protagonist, and Nancy and is I mean it's very very lean. The truth it, everything dead. felt slow after Big Fat Kill, so I had to really cut this down to the we'll bone. But it. but it was fine because I think uh, I think from the, the very beginning I told way. you, hey man, and DVDs change everything. Crazy. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of life to a movie. We can make the theatrical cut which is basically what we're watching here but the way people really should see this movie is split up into the different stories the way they would pick up your books so that's why this special edition disc has a second disc that has each of your stories with their own title card with their own credits in their full cuts you can watch the full That Yellow Bastard and it's paced to itself it's not paced to be seen three stories in a row that's never how you intended to do it I just thought that'd be the most commercial way to present the movie
1: there's there's um, also an awful lot of um Performances that we had to lose, yeah. To, to beat really the pace of a theatrical release, yeah. And we can bring some of them back. Oh, they're there.
0: all back in. You know, all the stuff in the hospital with the nurse and Right. Exactly. I that and all Southern, that stuff. There
1: it was some terrific performances. I think probably
0: the most material that gets added back in gets back added into this episode because uh, it was all terrific material. Lucille, we have to cut Lucille out of this. You only see yeah. her in a flash.
1: And and, and, cut, and cutting cutting Lucille out of something is, is just a crime against humanity.
0: Totally, especially when you see the scene. It's such a great yeah, scene. I know. I know. But just She's coming. So after
1: all that other
0: stuff. And so I explained to the actors that only because it was paced to be seen in one sitting in a theater that we had to lose that yes. material because uh, uh, we're trying to
1: tell a different I'm kind of story. For a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, and as we're looking at this scene with lovely Mackenzie saying I love you to, to, to Bruce Willis, right. um, I'm, I'm struck once again by by... Um, Bruce's restraint. Yeah. He's known as he's known as somebody who can go over the top at you. Uh-huh. And when he's in that hospital room, he is he, he he's so careful. And even in the scene where he's getting beat up by Lebowitz, there, um, there's there's a, there's a, 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 a very sad restraint to John Hart again. That I think I think that. Good.
0: That's why I really wanted
1: <gasps> Bruce to play this part. And I
0: remember when I first mentioned Bruce and Mickey to. Um, Frank, you've just been in the comic world so long, He hadn't paid much attention to movies in a long time. Oh, when way, I mentioned, by the Mickey, way, here.
1: We see one of my trademark oh, right.
0: um, ass shots. Oh, that's
1: <laughs> a, that's, that's a good shot there.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, you you had said Nick, you York, the guy from Nine and a Half Weeks. i went, yeah. oh, no, 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 he's not like that anymore. You got to meet him. And the same with Bruce. I think you're remembering more like the '80s kind of action movie Bruce. No, actually, Bruce, does a lot of Bruce, Bruce work, I, just, I know, I know, uh, I know. Very I know. much no, not. You know,
1: actually, actually, my real. My real concern about Bruce is I didn't think we'd get him. He, he's one of my idols. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you know,
0: you are excited to go to go meet him. And when he um, said, I think you were in the bathroom when he even said he was on board before he even saw, saw much of any. You're, you're like, what? It's over already? You already said, you already agreed to do it? It was promise, very quick. He loved this myself. material. Well, I remember selection.
1: him standing up and saying, "You don't save I'm in. Girls
0: I'm in. That's it. I don't have to see anyone. Dave, the, hey, the, the dog reason this blood is red here is because you know, it was shot originally just to be black and white. But I just found that, again, anything that's red just turns a very dull gray. Uh, you're missing the pain on the actors the hero's faces when they were bloody so it just looked like he was muddy actually mm-hmm. and uh, in your comic it comes off much more you can tell he's pummeled but in this, it just looked like his face was dirty. He didn't see the sacrifice he was making. So by just mm-hmm. taking the blood on him and on Mickey, making it red, it's almost like a color close-up. That's and what was great about just using a select color. It looks so
1: disgusting and it's painful. Sick. There's also the blood on the shirt, which is quite yeah, telling. And then uh, light so light we, 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 we would never it was just like that sweat patch.
0: I remember when uh, I think you were surprised just how how restrained oh Bruce plays something like this. Paddling. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it's close up <laughs> as I am and get on him sometimes. Yeah. It's just all eyeball, and he's just so so understated he just loves this kind of material It's right that's why i went to him because i knew he loved film noir and he's always yeah. wanted to do something like this yeah. and that he would just do something here that he hadn't done in other movies before
1: I I, I I i i mean I would, first off i was overwhelmed with the chance to get to work with chris willis you know that's one for the memoirs um but beyond that he he, he takes you to school i mean he knows he, his he, shit you yeah, can see why in the presence of a
0: director who didn't know what he was doing he would take control because yes. he's got to look out for himself and if, if he sees the ships not being run he'll, he'll just start running the ship he's he done does. it so much he knows
1: but if he knows you know what you're doing and he respects the work that you're doing yes yeah. he
0: loved your book so he was gonna you know he, you he was all ears right. when you I mean, come up look at what he, he just gave says, that moment
1: that growing alarm you know it was just you're alone and, and, and the, the, the total despair he does is, is it's just it's just like he just it's it's like what I was saying about Jamie earlier. He squeezes every value out of a, of a shot you can possibly awful. get.
0: Yeah,
1: like bad food. We love doing this. We the actually built this in the uh, in the middle of cage to, for him to be in. So bad yeah. I want so we'd have well. some.
0: Uh, sometimes we use a CG cage, but most of the time, mm-hmm. there's our yellow bastard, Nick Stahl. Originally, I was just gonna get him to play Junior. Yeah. and have another actor play the the, uh, the completely transformed Actually one. Knocked my head off the and then I had him call me and leave you me messages as the yellow seat. bastard. Nick Stahl said, let me some work on the voice, because he's talking about how his voice is so recognizable. Work on a voice and leave me some messages on my phone. I totally forgot that he had told him that. So I'd come home and pick up my answering machine Something and be like, to be hey, it's me, Clump. I mean, get over there. And I'd be freaked out, and he'd just hang up, and I he wouldn't even say who Like, oh my god, I guess that must be the creepy voice. That works. You know, that's
1: one of the amazing things about actors is, a a is that is that you, you, you meet you meet Nick, and he's a really mild mannered, sweet guy. I mean, he really is. Yeah. Um, very soft spoken. Got to help. But you, the minute you give nothing else one of these guys or life, gals some not my pride vehicle, something to transform some into, it's like something's just unleashed. Yeah. I mean, you'd never know from seeing that yellow bastard that Nick Stahl was a quiet guy. They to there's Lucille. You
0: notice just Lucille the there? There's, there's Carla. She's like, playing Lucille, but that's what it's been trimmed down to. You have to watch the full cut to, to see exactly what the, the sequence is that comes before yeah, this
1: originally it's, from the book. It's, it's great. It's cool. Great. Yeah.
0: And oh, there's, there's a
1: shot that looks a little bit like a drawing.
0: It looks right out of the book. What <laughs> we noticed was, and that's why I gave the different effect sequences to three different houses, was that uh, we just. Your book style changed, you know, evolved as each yeah. book was drawn, and in this book in particular, you got really, really simple with the drawings mm-hmm. and, and with the with the look. Why, why did you? Was that something conscious, or you were just drawing that drawing that way, or how did it evolve that way? The look for each book.
1: Um, the stories demanded whatever they demanded, and sometimes it's just done intuitively. Mm-hmm. Um, in 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 some of them, I, I use a lot of line, um, because it, it suits the particular characters. Uh, and and so on. In the case of Hard Goodbye and um, Yellow Bastard, I, I was w- yeah. hunting down icons, mm-hmm. and I would learned married. a lot since Hard Goodbye in oh, the years uh, of you know, doing other you know other Sin Cities. Um, and, and and when it came to doing Yellow Bastard, I felt that I was ready to do something that felt more like a Lind Ward yeah, you know, and one less one like case. traditional illustration. Mm-hmm. So I, a I did get a, a, a much more abrupt. It was actually one was of the so hardest bad. art jobs I've ever done. Really, yeah. really? It was really That's amazing. what's
0: so amazing, is that the stuff looks so simple, and yet <laughs> you show me the drawings, the sketches, and they're fully detailed drawings, but you would just... That was one of the things we took on the movie, one of the favorite quotes I got from you early on. And you learned this from... I forgot who you say you learned I it from, like but it when in doubt, black it out. To each other.
1: Who taught you that? I that was the, a, only um, human being on the, the great... Comic book artist uh, Wallace Wood. That's right. right um, and he uh, he, uh, he said, went down down, black it out?" And and uh, you know he was full of lines more? like that. That's but, a great one. Though. But his it. work is an education to me, along with 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 masters like Johnny Craig and Will Eisner.
0: Well, that's what we did here. If you notice, yeah, just that. look at any frame, and we would build in the detail of the set. Either with a 2D painting in this sequence, or with a 3D model, and then just keep stripping it away when it wasn't important. We just black it out because there's too. Mu- you can have too much information on in a frame. I know one of the things we wanted to do with this particular episode was uh, go bolder. We knew we could, by this time, the audience would be uh, more acceptable if something that was more stripped down, and we'd be looking for something different. And it'd take it'd take us by surprise to watch this, to see this. Um, come up so differently from the other pictures. We're watching it in order, even in rough cut, and as soon as it gets to this very stripped down episode and you see the yellow bastard and you see the, just the different way that we shot it and did the effects, it, it uh it feels like a great drunks third part to the story but if there's anything except when we get to this part when we're looking at the bar we built the bar and uh this is the place did it sort of because it's the it's the one place that could look different from the rest of the city it's kind of where they go to get away from it and uh but a lighting challenge because you couldn't make it look as interesting as the the other scenes where we had computer-generated backgrounds. It kind of just looks like a regular movie set. And that's what I didn't like
1: about shooting this bar. And it's really really why I added color. It was just to make it more interesting. I guess i got to disagree with you a little bit because I love the fact that it, it turns into a more traditional movie on she these occasions them. because the watering hole is where we, are, we where we return well that's why we stories. picked yeah. this
0: set of all the sets to pick I picked this one because this is I their, their break from Sin City skin this is like kind of where they all kind of go to get the away from it so to yeah. make it a little more realistic but it also just visually you know, was not not so as long impressive long that's year. why I fill it you know, with all those years. like that there was shot on green screen see so it's just all her and isolated from her I chose those shots more mm. than the ones that are like the that. Where you've got all the brick and distraction. Yeah, I the see what
1: you, I see, no, I mean aesthetically, I do agree I'm with laughing. you. I just, I like the variety within the movie. I let the this was cool. Are. Here, I had
0: Bruce move very quickly, and so I could shoot it in slow motion. He loved. <laughs> he loved doing this. He's glancing around super fast, so she's still in slow motion, but he's moving very quickly. Spotted you yet. Turn around. This is my favorite part in the movie. Get that bread it's away from, from him ex-com. and kill him. An exotic dancer. Just a few seconds and she'll be safe.
1: No That's all mean, green screen it, for it, her there, Bruce. to get that. This look. is where where she really shows how she can do a transition.
0: Now check this out. You got to notice. This is a really funny bit. Look at Bruce. Sometimes I have to. I'll point out all my other commentary too. Huh? <laughs> when <laughs> Bruce <laughs> Bruce is enjoying shooting this film noir so much, sometimes he can't stop it smiling. Like right here, like this. He's like, he can't believe he's getting to make this movie. There's a few times where you can see the joy on his face. <laughs> like yeah, There's yeah. a few places where you can tell he's just having. But uh, he he loved doing. He's watched this movie so many times. Cool.
2: All about me, me, and my dumb letters.
0: me going. Kept me from killing myself. I I was really glad I got to make it with him because I saw him first do film noir in a moonlighting episode when I was mm-hmm, in high school. Mm-hmm. This uh, the, the uh, dream sequence always rings twice. I thought, oh my god, this guy'd yeah, sure. be so great in a real film noir. Yeah. And here, are years and years yeah, later,
1: I get to make this with him, him and I was oh, so we, excited got, we, we, we had such a touch ball with Bruce. He was he was. Okay. He was <laughs> another, one. Oh, another that, one. That take was. The take. I mean, that take was, was pure <laughs> gold. <laughs> another <laughs> moment. I mean, it, it's yeah, like also also, also look at how, look at how um, the the, the how two confident of... he
0: handles the gun in this. Oh, well, this is this is this is Bruce Right there is Bruce at his best. Yep, this will do. <laughs>
1: yeah. My man. I remember
0: you had just come up to me like 2 yeah. seconds no, before and that said. I want him to I want him to, I want a real iconic shot of the gun and then he did that move and you go, "Oh never mind, we don't need it. We yeah, got it. You yeah, got was, it in that shot." Said, yeah, yeah. You wanted a in your book there's that. a close up of it that yeah. you had of the gun and, he, and instead he pulled it out there in in a two shot.
1: Well, i mean, also he, the way he, the way he, the gesture with which he handled it was just <laughs> so completely ridiculous. This is one of my favorite shots here, with him when the bullet hits the windshield. Yeah. Because it's right when there's, there's mounting moment tension between the two characters. Oh man. The the adventure begins again. Prove
0: you're still. Now this would have taken anybody three weeks to shoot, but since we're on green screen, it took us about half a day. <laughs> we're just sitting there and uh, getting just the best, you know, performances and looks and shots set up on each one of these guys. Yeah, I think
1: one of the things that, 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 a decent um, shot. that, that, that we really benefited from is that, that throwing bullets like they were I'm looking at this now and it seems like the part was written for uh, Bruce Willis, but it wasn't. It wasn't written for anybody. Um, it's just that, in a way, because I was operating without planning it for anybody, um, it, 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 I think it, it gave him opportunity to really mess with it.
0: Well, that was one of the things I loved the most about the movie and why, I mean, about your books and why I really tracked you down is because I'd heard you would say that, that after your experience in Hollywood, you wanted to make something that could never be a movie. You wanted to make the anti-movie. And that Sin City represented to you the anti-movie. And I thought, shit, that's what I want to make. I want to make that into a film, something that never should have been on the screen. That's what I want to do. That got me so excited because it was created from such a pure place. You had no illusions of it ever being a movie. You had no reason to make it and that's what it was so fresh about it didn't sound like screenplay dialogue it didn't mm-hmm. th- it didn't look like it was written for any particular actors it was mm-hmm. done f- completely for your own amusement and that's what was going to make it a great thing
1: also it takes dead. a really superior talent like this, <laughs> all this just stuff in this that, all that all he, he the does oh it's so just funny. wonderful but the just, and also also here's gone. where he here's where he um, completely transforms time. into a 1940s character the way he holds her hand I that's, that's, a, uh, that's, that's a 40s gentleman.
0: He knows the a line he loves from later from on. From and You can from even from see right. him almost he start to smile as he says it when uh, they're next. about to say goodbye because I might forget. And he goes, we better someone get rolling. We better get rolling. He goes, that's a, a real tell. film noir line, right? We better get rolling. <laughs> and you can tell, he's just like, oh, I'm loving being in this world. He don't want to leave this world.
1: Also, i gotta, I got to say that this was a real... Uh, test for Jessica, because because um, you know she's working with, with an actor who is a, almost twice her age mm-hmm. and and um, one who she plainly admires beyond belief, and she 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 uh, carries herself with utter poise and then and, and she rises to the challenge completely. I
0: love this pose he's right doing. This is the pose. Yeah. of you open up the book, yeah, that's it. <laughs> he's doing the
1: exact and, pose that you drew. So <laughs> she. It's
0: really great. And then right down to the decorations on the table, which uh, my, yeah. my set decorators found. We had a few items, like a chair, the table, everything else is uh, computer-generated to get this sort of quality of the light and look. But um, a few items there to so make it kind of like a theater, it's like we're shooting theater.
1: Well, one of uh, the things I want to point out about performance here, too, is that for, for one thing is things I love his tentativeness and his confusion. As, as she's revealing her feelings about Jesus him. Um, at the same time, I like her I'm sudden sexual confidence mm-hmm. and how that changes the course of the story, or at least the course of her character. Nancy's a series of, of unveilings. I don't just mean because she's an exotic d- dancer. Mm-hmm. I mean that at the end of this story, she's a very different character than she was uh, earlier. Right. Um, she is transformed by the story. It's one of the things that that um, I'm working on picking up in the sequel.
0: Yeah, don't say too much. That's a that's a great thread. <laughs> that is a great thread you're following through. And we told her that as we were making this, we kind of lay in a few things. There's a couple of books you see in her apartment that start, you know, um, giving some clues as to where she's going to end up going. Yeah, we're in the shower, shower. and here comes our buddy. This is the voice I wanted him to work on. Recognize
1: my voice, (laughs) Hardigan. Recognize my voice. He's a shit cop. Look different. I bet you can this is a great makeup job well, by Greg Nicotero. It certainly is, and 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 uh, what's amazing is Greg builds stuff that people can work right through. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what blows my mind. I just want to point out that it's one of the things, to things to that, that I love about that last it's shot so is, that, is, that is that is that is that it's got very disturbing asymmetry to it, with good. the tilt of his shoulders and Suckered blood spurting out. Bread, it doesn't sucker. look right, and 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 and. I was just very, very pleased with with that we when we, we were shooting. I knew I wanted that shot to be really disturbingly wrong. And I thought girl. of how... One of the first lessons better I ever got perfect, about art my dad. was in Kenneth Clark's sure. book on art history better and he pointed be out how perfect. Peronese's prisons, there are two sets of them, and the first one is much more frightening than the second. The Whenever But while, it, while the second one has the more dad, more overtly frightening image, the first one works more on an abstract level because it floats zigs and zags in asymmetrical shapes, and so to, to to do that, and that shot felt to me like like it was like it had to happen. Side effects. God, I love it And
0: what's amazing is because of the makeup covering his ears because it's got fake ears on those aren't yeah. his ears yeah. he couldn't hear us a lot of the time so he was just all by himself in there yeah
1: he had trouble getting notes from us yeah <laughs> and
0: he was just and he would just go for it he wouldn't be sitting there going huh huh what did you say he would just he would hear i think he would hear some muffling coming from us and then he would just do another take and tell me later I didn't hear a fucking thing you were telling me. And he just kept getting better and better every take. I mean, he was just uh, probably frustrated from being inside the makeup. He said he'll never do something like that again. But while well, he did we, it, we he's fantastic. We got, we got him, and
1: he did it. He Actually, you know, I was I was wondering how many people um, across the world have seen the previous scene with, with Nancy and Hartigan where where, where he, he turns down her affection and thought, you're a better man than I am, John Hartigan. <laughs>
0: That's
2: right.
0: There's Bruce hanging from the neck. He's actually hanging from two wires, but still physical. I um, must I hurt like hell, though. Oh, yeah, it's pulling on his balls instead of his
1: neck. Is oh, that, um, right. that's, that's a hell of a choice.
0: Yeah. No. One of the reasons I put him in shadow there, because originally you drew him with, no his, uh, with his dick hanging out. I remember one of the times I went to, said, well, Frank, um, I don't want to be real true to the book, but... That's a long scene to be having this digging out there and you go, Yeah, that would shadow be distracting. Man. I think maybe we should go ahead and cover it in shadow. Well, that'll make it easier to rig him up there. It you know? there works the thing, really great. It reminds
1: me of when 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 uh, keep your neck tight, goddamn it. Stay Jessica conscious. expressed reservations about the nudity in the comic book. Mm-hmm. No, and we both immediately just said we weren't gonna make her uncomfortable. And also, you can to it. me, it's like I can sit down on a drawing board you and draw do anything. But yeah. it when it's a real person, that does change. When I first met um, Jessica, actually, when, when she, she, she showed up um, the day before she uh, started working, she um, surprised me business by, business by and describing and her character again, as a stripper. A and I realized it's one of those things that happen when you, you know, when you write stories by yourself and draw them by yourself. People can't read your mind one of my roles Transports. in this picture was to Boner, clarify things. Be, uh, when she had reservations positive. about the nudity, Robert and I both said that wasn't a concern of ours. That, 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 uh, and, and, and I said that wasn't what her character was about. And by the way, she wasn't a stripper either. I said the whole idea of Nancy Callahan was that going to a bar where you expect something awful and skanky going on and and, and there's all these these losers hanging out and and uh the and it an angel. Uh, I said that she's she's since City's muse in, in this Lord movie and that she's the inspiration him. and but she, she has to be angelic an uh more than more than bad, around her and I, I, I and the first, first time I, I saw Jessica. Do her first dance to one of my dance favorite Emmylou Harris songs, R- a Wrecking Ball," which is done w- to a waltz. Time. Running, um, me. It was. It was she one girl. of those. It was. It was. It was a time where I really had to discipline myself as a director because I knew that a director on a set better not better not cry, and I was really close. I
0: was like, Frank, this has got to be your dream come to life. You were just like, Jesus, I never thought I'd
1: be quite literally my dream come to life. I
0: I enjoyed so much seeing this through your eyes because I create characters. I know what it feels like to see people bring it to life. So every time I'd find someone that I knew you were gonna just think is your book come to life, I. I couldn't wait to see your reaction because I, I almost heart. got to live it Can't the way you were living heart. it, just seeing you react. I was cured. And uh, I remember when I first met you about this, that Frank, Bad this is the most fun you're ever going to have <laughs> on a project. And man, now. did you have fun on this. Yeah, I, sure I
1: sure right did. I sure did. And I just want to get started again. Yeah, rotten way to kill a man. Yeah, I knew you were just go to it like
0: water, and that's why I, I mean I used to be a cartoonist, and I remember mm-hmm. I used to wait. Well, should I be a cartoonist or should it's I make movies? Later. And when I started making movies, I thought, yeah, I think I made the right choice. This is kind of you get to draw still in a job like this, but there's so much more that goes on, and and oh, you saw that right away.
1: Oh, only this, for yourself, you this was a scene where we made some interesting choices. Because it goes on much longer in the book, mm-hmm. and we filmed it much longer than what finally surfaced. But Robert and I conferred um, and realized that as filmed, the there were two things wrong with it. It, it actually cry. got uh, it was pushing its luck um, in terms of taste, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, yeah. it, she was already coming You'll across as utterly heroic. Cow. And He'll I scream. we didn't see her whipped repeatedly, right. you know. So, so Robert cut this down to what it is now, and I think it's a stronger, more powerful thing. That
2: was more bloody. Hardigan was right about you. You can't get it up unless I scream. You're pathetic.
0: You're pathetic. It's not wise at all to make fun of me like that.
1: Brings out the worst in me. Stupid old man, in too much of a hurry.
0: Straight from the book, all these shots. Very <laughs> simple fight. I just love it. He's doing. He's doing it. He's doing all the, Everything right out of the book, but he's making it. You know,
1: he's making it his own. Here, one. one um, Bit here was, was that when um, it, it, it's a the,
0: Robocop gun he got in his hand there That's how you drew it in the book So we had to <laughs> That's a Robocop
1: gun well, the, 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 uh, uh, But uh, in, in praise of, In praise of Greg Nicotero here um, He does things that you don't expect He notices things that you don't expect him to And at one point When um, when, uh, when, when Nick was, was, uh, was Playing Yellow Bastard uh, There's something that didn't feel right about the shot And I just said can you distend your stomach and all of a sudden, he just stretched he and this thing, thing, this gigantic thing. tumor comes out where his stomach ought to be. And I went, ah, oh, Greg, you bastard, you even thought of that? That's one thing I was worried about was not being able to do this killing of the
0: bastard like you had in the books. in the book, of course, it only lasts for two shots in your book, but here it's going to last more in screen time. But I really wanted to get the ball rip like you had in your book. And then the face pummeling, because... That is just so strong in the book. I thought, oh, I hope they let us do that. Hopefully. Also, also coming up is my
1: single favorite moment of Jessica's performance. It's, it's just hurt. a reaction shot, but I think it's, it's perfect.
2: Yeah.
1: Sucker. So you notice how he delivered sucker? <laughs> <laughs> and take away his All right, here we go. Both of them. Jesus. look at her she's spanily. it was scary being around that guy when he was doing this
0: oh yeah he got really into it he's, he, he's hitting a pad but he's totally his eyes were popping eyes out. are popping out and he just went loose and this was like i showed him this take
1: right here perfect. He, he said
0: well, let's not touch that
1: <laughs> and, you're, and here you're, you're adding back in another, another hint smile, the yeah. of the smile At the last right. minute yeah.
0: <laughs> And this is a, great, a great, great walkout shot All bloody I know
1: it, baby He grew up strong That's a great, well, That's great. Let me make on, once again Sing the praises of Bruce Willis Because we're talking about how few ad-libs there were in this mm-hmm. um, When he was in the scene with Mackenzie Vega On um, the dock, like, right. uh, right. uh, Little remember. Nancy so Callahan um, her skin is warm again. Bruce, who's a father of girls, yeah. um, said that he love. wanted. He, he just had a line saying, "Cover your eyes, Nancy. I mean it. Cover your eyes." And, um, and, and, it, and Bruce said he, 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 he just asked, "Would it be okay if I could say something, call her something more fond, like honey?" And I said, give it a try. Eggs. He might said, "Cover your eyes, honey. I mean it. Wider. No, no, I mean it, honey. Cover your eyes." And I said. Hey, Bruce, um, say baby. And he switched to that, and the moment was, was was vastly improved. And then later, of course, he had to call her baby again right toward the end. It was, yeah. And that was a case of a very minor bit of ad-libbing, giving a wonderful setup and payoff to the dialogue.
0: Yeah. yeah, we're getting ready to close up the movie. There's one switch I did here. asked you this early on. Again, I was being uh, a little more playing around with the material i loved the uh, visual death that i did a test on from dame to kill for it was a side view silhouette white somebody blowing their brains out and i i just thought wow that's such a, when our test it was so powerful that i thought i really love to end the alabaster bastard that way because i think in your in the original comic it cuts to a close-up of the gun right here in this shot and uh that type of shot and then uh says boom real big and then he's laying there dead so uh I showed it to you and showed it to Bruce, and you're both going, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what? It's faithful as we like to be. It's kind of a great,
1: <laughs> it is a great visual. So we tried it, and we ended up keeping it that way. Yeah, it was, we, we shot it both ways. Yeah, we shot it both ways. <laughs> it was the, the, uh, and also in the comic book, one of the things I realized by this why this is much stronger in film. Um, I mean, this, this, this version of the, of the uh, shot is much stronger for film is that is for one thing it says sin city all over the yeah, place yes but the, the other is is that the it was the two-page boom that shocked everybody mm-hmm. the, Not not the, the classic gun to the head right um nobody ever done a oh, sound no, effect no, that was no, two pages like big that. yeah <laughs> it's
2: not the city. I could have gotten in a traffic accident and
1: and this was something I added because you uh-huh. actually
0: broke your arm before yes. we uh, started shooting. So, I, so I, thinking, I really wanted to add this little tag. And I thought, this is one way to convince Frank. I wear a broken arm like well, he has. It'll be homage to
1: you and your broken arm. But it gets better because I come on the set, and there's a very unhappy Alexis standing there in the ugliest, clunkiest-looking blue sling you could imagine.
0: The real kind they use.
1: Yeah. yeah that's uh, why. And, 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 I, I, and, and, and right. she was miserable. I mean, you, and, 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 and I and you I said well, what's with the sling and he said well, that's, that's what she'd be wearing I said in reality fuck reality I said this is an old town girl she's got to have a cool looking sling and and, and I said I said I know it's going to slow things down but I have to send someone back to my hotel room because I knew I still had my sling right. and then at the last minute I realized I had had two of them there was only one other place it could have been months after it got better I, I I went over my chair, my director's chair, and reached him to the couch beside it, and there was that the very cool, sexy sling that she's wearing. And you should have seen those beautiful eyes light up when <laughs> you knew she could wear that. Here's our cast. We've mention everybody there? Powers Booth was
0: fantastic. We didn't get to mention him because we were talking right over. He was great. Always wanted to work with Powers. Have you ever seen Extreme Prejudice? you got to check that out. Walter Hill movie, he's fantastic in that. And, uh... Yeah, look at our, oh, Frank Miller, there you are. Uh, see if anyone here, make sure we mentioned everybody that we yeah, just really yeah, yeah. love working with. We didn't even get to mention Clump um, and Schlub wow. because uh, their parts got cut down tighter for them, for this version, and it, you'll see them on the second disc. They're really, they're really terrific. And there's Patricia Vaughn. There's Patricia and our fantastic crew. Yeah. Um, what did you think about? You mentioned you wanted to say something about no, this. The cast coming in. Also, Nina Procter, costumes. For the the cast coming in, we shot everyone so quickly. I'll talk about this in the, the commentary. Oh, yes, but yes, you know, yes, Jamie yes. King was there a day and a half. Brittany Murphy was there a day. Denise yes, yes. was there four days. Yes. I mean, every time somebody would come in, you would create these intense relationships with an actor, and then they would be gone, and then, then uh, and then someone else would come in.
1: Well, the the, the the day and a half that, or whatever it was, that Quentin was there. It, it all becomes a blur because each day felt both extremely long in the good sense and extremely short in the bad sense mm-hmm. um, because it were to all moments I cherished. Um, but I was walking around with Quentin, getting to know him, we were talking about work, and he the, described working on Kill Bill with Uma Thurman and he said that across the many, many months that it took to make those, those two movies, he said it was almost like a marriage. And all I could say on the spot was that Sin City for me was like a string of mad affairs.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Well, Frank, this was great. Thank you. This is, uh, I never thought we'd get to this point so quickly (laughs) after meeting you that that day. But it was felt inevitable. And one of the things that uh, I think we got going on this was once we started that train, everyone just jumped aboard. Oh, did they ever? Because when they heard we're doing Sin City like this,
1: People just gravitated towards this project like flies. It was amazing. And remember the bad news I gave you on the last morning of the last day of the shoot when I um, held up my little sketchbook where I did like yeah. my new shots. I drew them. I it was only about half
0: full. It's <laughs> only half full. So, man,
1: when do we start?
0: We have to start another one. And uh, we've already started. So by the time people hear this, we'll probably be already heavy in the pre-production. But um, I know one of the things, uh, one of the things that... Got in the way just before we started shooting was uh, when the DJ wasn't going to allow us to co-direct the movie, and uh, and we just kept going. We said, I said, well, Frank, if it comes down to it, because they're going to take away some of my crew who are already in the DJ, um, you should just be credited as director, and I'll, i mean, I'll still be here directing with you they don't care if there's two directors they just only want one direct one credited yeah so I was going to just let you have the director credit and I would just be
1: there you know director yeah and, and, I, and I had to jump in and say I said I mean for one thing is I was extremely moved by that offer but I said that I didn't want to be the man who shot Liberty Balance. <laughs> and I also knew that I had to had to get up every morning and look in the mirror so I had to turn down this more than generous offer and then Robert shrugged and said, "Guess I just left the. I guess I should DK. just leave." And I said, "What would you, you, you do, know, Frank?" You said, "I guess I just left the DJ." I guess I just left the DJ. <laughs> yeah. And then you said, "Can you cover for me for about ten minutes out there?" And I went, I went out and started things rolling. And and uh, next thing I knew, <laughs> you've made all the trades. That's
0: right. I already good man. Never looked back again. But um, I think they would see from this what we were talking about because uh, it can work, and it did work to have two directors because. Um, we both had something very much in common. You loved your material, and I loved your material. <laughs> so there was no ar- there was no arguing there. I mean, that's really why I wanted to call it. and I, That was the first thing I pitched you. I said, "I want this to be Frank Miller's Sin City mm-hmm. because I've always loved these books, and, and um, I didn't want to go and start changing everything. I, I just thought they should just be up on the screen to a much bigger audience, mm-hmm. uh, moving versions of what you'd already drawn." So it was interesting
1: when 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 I first started working on this and 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 told my wife how how close it was to the source material. She commented, she says, this is going to be first test in that wide audience, that, that, that you you, you, you your, your, your comic book fans love your stuff. But there are only so many people who read comic books. And to, she says, this, you're in an unknown territory, because no one can know whether people are going to like this or not, no one, because, because this is you all of a sudden. I'm kind of pleased with the results. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, by the way, folks, uh, pay special attention to the special thanks at the end. You'll see the names of some of the greatest comic book artists who ever lived. People with my job uh, never get credited like that. So I'm very proud of that. It was pay- it, it was paying back the tribe.
0: Nor do they get their name in front of the title. <laughs> like yeah, damn straight. <laughs> Frank Miller's Sin City. When you go to, to like a SpectraVision or something in the hotel and you turn it on, it says Frank Miller's Sin <laughs> <Yeah>. City.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, that was my dream come yeah, true. See, 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 this whole this project has left me just endlessly bitter, as, I, as I'm sure you can tell. <laughs> Adios. Hasta luego. Hasta, la Hasta luego. For later.
0: We'll see you, man. For later.